Hey guys, Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently, and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that, but what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time. If my body allows me to. But, you know, I tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen, that's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy, I like playing games, I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need, because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like I want to, I want to get a pair myself. Like I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to Be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're they're twenty five bucks, and uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. 
Hey gang, Matt here just to let you know what's going on. We're on vacation this week, so uh, here is a Platinum episode uh, from the archives that uh, we enjoyed very much. Jason Benetti, uh, always a great guest. So uh, enjoy this episode and... Uh, just also want to remind you that uh, you can subscribe to the Platinum at any level and get an extra episode every week like this one. Uh, it's five bucks a month at the at the tier one level. And uh, you can do that at NeverNotFunny.com. So uh, check th- that out and enjoy. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Because it's been one of those days. I say words for fun. I'm the race car of podcasting. You really are a human Totino. He's a pile of laundry on a chair. There's four corners in the room. Robots, robots. Pop-Pop was digging in the crates. That is how Daddy likes it. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, Redidius. Welcome to the program, episode 32Q uh, of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. So, uh, because it's Q, we're going to go a little more conspiracy theory-ish. We're going to go a little more Jimmy <laughs> Dorish today and uh, just uh, say shit. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. That sounded like he was doing the beginning of the Bee Gees song. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot's. Uh, I was gonna say Elliot's dumb, and then I didn't like. I didn't like that. I, didn't I like thought that. you were just gonna say Elliot's. Ha 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 ha! Elliot's laugh. Elliot's laugh. <laughs> oh, that would have been smarter. Yeah. Uh, I've been up since um, I did. I got. I got to bed at two thirty because that's when the Asians finally stopped talking in my house, uh, in my or head in my head. And then I got up at six thirty because I just couldn't sleep anymore. So I've got oh. four restless hours of sleep. Oh. Uh, I had to get up early. Uh, the, the video people could see I'm wearing glasses mm-hmm. and uh, if we remember on Monday's episode I could not see the clock or the yeah. the sign behind Elliot was also problematic what did I say did I say Elliot or Ellie you said, you said Elliot, Elliot. Uh, Elliot. <laughs> you cool if I start calling you Ellie <laughs> I like that it's a, it's a, no a what's nice... up Ellie no yeah it's in okay it's sounds a, good it's a term of endearment yeah you like it you like <laughs> it uh, I could not see the sign and Elliot so I had a uh, it, it, it is. I'm not going to go into detail. Uh, my eyes are dealing with a side effect from something that I'm going through, mm-hmm. oh. which is um, a big fucking thumbs down. Mm-hmm. The good news is it is uh, there's no permanent damage. Uh, but uh, and my eyes can go back to normal tomorrow. Three days, six weeks, six months, maybe never. So uh, these these may be temporary the glasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I, I as I'm getting older, I it's probably not a bad idea you know it's like i think garen and i both elliot wasn't here yet or ellie wasn't here yet uh but garen <laughs> Thanks, and i Maddie. both agreed when you came in you, you look great they Thank look great on you it's okay. a very handsome uh, look for you well i i, I will uh, i will tell you this is how it is so i had to get up this morning uh, for an 8 30 uh optometrist appointment mm-hmm. with an actual doctor like an actual like not going to lens crafters and just getting your eyes done ophthalmologist maybe? ophthalmologist yes surgeon what you know whatever they are okay and uh, uh, so I, I, I had that at 830. So I did not want to be late. I did, you know, I was just kind of mm-hmm. like all night long was like I had to take a test the next morning. I literally yeah. did. Yes. Um, but I it was one of those where it's like I don't I don't want to be late. And then, boy, if the timing all works out, I could I could actually go there. So at two in the morning, I went into a panic of, well, I'm, I'm going on vacation. Uh, I can't see. Yeah. I, uh, so I need glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so I started Googling other than lens lens crafters. And by the way, I would have gone to lens crafters and paid their exorbitant fee Mm -hmm. to get glasses in an hour. I would have done that. Um, But I just Googled and I found a place in Santa Monica uh, that had amazing reviews. Mm -hmm. And uh, so my my, the doctor appointment, of course, was done by 910. So and then it's like, well, that's cross town. Certainly it'll take me until 10 o'clock to get there. 925. I'm sitting in their parking lot. And I'm just waiting and waiting, and uh, I then stand by the front, by the door. I'm the asshole that the, they're raising the thing, <laughs> you know, the uh, the, the metal uh, right. gates or whatever in front of the door. And then she opens up the door. She hasn't even put off the sign in front, you know, glasses, all that. And she's like, come on in. I was like, I'm sorry to bombard you, but I, I'm kind of in an emergency. Well, we're the place. And she, uh, I told you this off the air. She looked and she said, I said, you know, where where do you point me for uh, for frames for, uh I, I did not want to spend a lot of money on frames because maybe i'm only one of these for five days yeah and she uh, pointed me in the right direction then uh, then she came over because after she finally started open done opening <laughs> yeah um uh she's like hey try these try these and then she put these on my face she goes hey these might work she goes oh yes mm-hmm. and i was like oh and i looked in the mirror and i went done yeah and uh, she said, and then she said, where's the prescription? And I gave it to her and she goes, all right, we'll have these in 10 minutes. <laughs> wow. And I was like, what? It's crazy. And you thought you're going to have to go back this afternoon. I, and that's kind of what, like what I was like, the part of the panic was exactly what you said. Okay, good. If I get the doctor's done in time, I can get there. I will pick out the frames and the lenses and then I'll go back. Even if I have to get there at six o'clock mm-hmm. right before, oh, these won't be ready till six and I'll deal with Santa Monica traffic. It was like, whatever. Yeah. And. When she said, I'll have these for you in 10 minutes, I'm like, wait, what? So then she brings it back to the guy in the lab. I chit-chat with uh, this uh, former newsman, which I told you guys about off yeah. the air, which was great. And then great conversation. And then she comes over and she goes, all right, here you go. Let's see if they fit you. Puts them on my face, makes a little adjustment, goes, great. Awesome. And then I drove here. Wonderful. So, and then uh, you, uh, And then you honked at me as I was trying to cross the street. And I found out for the first time that your car... Has the worst honk I've ever heard. Well, you don't like it. <laughs> I hate it. You don't like it. Scared you a little bit. It it it's 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 off putting. It, it's uh, it's the, a little too high. The look on your face <laughs> was uh, one that you you at first you didn't know it was me at first. Yeah. And then also, so you heard it. Yeah. And then you, the look on your face was like, "I'm not in the fucking way, asshole." <laughs> Which that, is what you hope for. That was the look on your face. Yeah. Like your look was like, "Like what the fuck?" Yeah. And then you saw it was me, and you gave me, I think, a half-assed thumbs up. I gave you a Trump thumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's his birthday. It's rightfully so. We yeah. celebrate our, our president here today. Again, it's the Q episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's doing great. He's not going to go to prison, man. This uh, that whole thing's a hoax. Mm. Um, some good people out in front of the protesting yesterday. <laughs> uh, some smart folks. Uh, anyway, that's why I'm wearing glasses. Yeah. So, uh, again, it could be five days. Could be could be tomorrow. But I'm glad I have the glasses and because uh, 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 I'm going to go visit my dad and we're going to golf one day. And uh, I you can't golf with, a, with bad eyes. I, wouldn't have been, I yeah. mean, it would have been re- like literally I would have had a, I would have had to get a caddy. Yeah. Like to watch where my ball went. Yeah, where, where do I go? <laughs> and just be that guy in Caddyshack. No, no. Over here, mister. Remember that uh, Caddyshack with the, uh, the the guy that cut the sleeves off of his shirt? Yes. And he was the guy, the, the Lothario around town. Right. And uh, he would aim the old people. <laughs> right. So here's here's my question to you, Jimmy. Yeah. So obviously you've got this these glasses so you can do regular vision work. Yes. Uh, what's the reading glass situation? Here's the beauty of that. Thank you oh, for yeah. asking. This is crazy. I, yeah. I take these off to read. Oh. My reading. Uh, what's, this, whatever happened that went wrong with the seeing far, yeah. it fixed the seeing near. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that's good it, news. Uh, myopia, it's a, it's a, what I have is a, a for, I guess myopia is very common, of course, but mm. uh, it's a form of that. But like it, a temporary myopia. Yes, like a temporary myopia. Let's hope tem- temporary. Yeah. I, I said it with authority. Um, I don't know, man. And if not, I wear glasses. Yeah. I'm 57. Who gives yeah. a shit? I, I've been thinking about glasses as well, because sometimes at night, you know how like if it gets a little sparkly? Just a, just a yes. smidge? Yeah. And like when you get old, it's all sparkly. Because you because you need glasses. Yeah. So I will tell you this, and I it, it, now that I have these glasses and I can rest easier. Because yesterday was a uh, we'll talk about the ball game when, uh, when Jason gets here. Man, we won't, but we will. <laughs> uh, the drive home was really scary because I really couldn't read signs. Yeah. Oh boy. And uh, even with the glasses, my prescription glasses, which are not the prescription for my eyes, because my eyes in the last two weeks have changed. Right. Wow. And so, so my, you had old glasses from before LASIK, even. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. they're, they're only from November. Oh, okay. But they they would make things, they would crisp, like if I'm driving past a subway and I would go, oh, that's a subway logo, these glasses would crisp that up. Mm-hmm. Um, but they would not crisp up road signs until I was almost on them. Yikes. Mm. And so it was like, oh, this is, this is a little scary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know your way home, though. I do, but, you know, and I could see the cars, and that's what I kept. T- I kept saying that on the drive home, like, mm-hmm. "Well, you could see the automobiles, you yeah. could see all of that, and you know your way home, and uh, you're going to be okay." And then, still, that's not a good feeling. To yeah, be- and you have to have somebody dress the same color as asphalt. <laughs> yeah, I had a, you know what? You're right. If a guy, yeah, a, guy a, a guy in a black jacket decides to just start walking around, I'm fucked because like, yeah. you're not going to make that that little bit of discernment. No. Of the, yeah. So. Uh, Thank, thank God, thank, thank heavens they had an opening at 8.30 this morning at the, at the uh, ophthalmologist, I believe it is. Like, it, it, and thank heavens the asphalt look is out. Yeah, that's <laughs> and of course, thank heavens for little girls. And 7-Eleven. Oh, thank goodness. Thank heaven. Oh, that's the, wait. Because oh, it rhymes. Ain't they, oh, thank goodness is something else. It is something else. But oh, thank heavens makes more sense because of the rhyming situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so there we have it. Yeah, recording on a Wednesday because mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to Chicago and uh, flying out tomorrow morning. Fly out tomorrow morning. We mm-hmm. fly uh, courtesy of uh, you know I'm a patriot. You know that. Sure. And then uh, you know every second in Chicago is basically filled of uh, you know we get there and check in. Then we go have beef sandwiches with my dad. <laughs> the next day we go golfing. When golf is over, we go to um, a place called Papa Passeros for. Uh, pizza, uh, and my dad, I believe, has invited some other of my family there, some cousins, and uh, he's, his nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, for his 80th birthday. It's his 80th birthday on Saturday. Wow. And then Saturday is the day where I drop Oliver off at like eight, nine in the morning, and then he spends the entire day with my dad and, and, and his wife, Donna. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go see, uh, the first person I'm going to see is my, um, uh, and I'll report back on all this. By okay. I see the first person I see. Remember last year I saw Jennifer Two, yep. and then I saw the people from the mall, mm-hmm. and then I saw my buddies Brian Noonan and Chris Barr. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year I'm seeing my high school sweetheart. Oh. Going to see her first. Okay. Uh, who I've not seen maybe since 1986. Oh, wow. Maybe 87 or 88. Maybe. Okay. She did, I remember one time in 1996, and in a way this is a little embarrassing, in 1996, uh, Chris Barr, Brian Noonan, myself, my brother- Oh, the guy, I think, I think a guy named Jim. I don't remember the other guy. We were decorating the, the car we were going to drive to the Kiss Reunion show. <laughs> and she drove past with her husband and waved. And I was like, how 
how path- how not grown up do I look right now? Yeah. I'm the same asshole I was in 1984 when we dated. She's married, and you're like, I'm going to a rock concert. I'm, I'm specifically, and <laughs> let me write something in soap. Yeah, right? That's, that's what we were doing. We're hanging, we're hanging uh, kerchiefs in the window, yeah. and we're going to see Kiss. Hey, good to see you. So I'm going to see her. Mm-hmm. And then the mall people are all going to reunite. We're going to get together again. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. uh, and then Brian and Chris again at night. Uh, so that's going to be great. And then Sunday on Father's Day, spend all day with my dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, we uh, hang out by the pool in the hotel, uh, weather permitting. And then we go see the White Sox game at night. And then we uh, fly home on uh, Tuesday. And then uh, I believe we've announced it. Uh, the live stream mm-hmm. uh, is that night yeah. at uh, 7 p.m. Right. Pacific. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, starting tomorrow. At uh, 6 a.m. to get up for that flight, it is nonstop. Just, I, I, I will yeah. say we haven't announced that. This will be the announcement of it because I just had somebody ask me. Oh, well, it's yeah. uh, it's uh, Tuesday the 20th at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah. We have a really fun guest. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fun when I'm jet lagged and loopy. <laughs> so that'll be great. I, I believe last year I lost my voice on that show and then was uh, sick for a week uh, with uh, some sort of uh, sinusitis. Right. That Garen uh, uh, said I was going to put money down. It was COVID. And I was like, fuck you. You don't know anything. And then three weeks later, I had COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. So uh, uh, going back through your itinerary quickly, uh, does. uh, And again, I will will report back on all of that. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Uh, But I I forget. Does Oliver play golf with you when you play golf with your dad or does he just. He he does. He comes along. He actually plays. He plays and uh, he will have good holes and he'll have very, very bad holes Mm. and he'll just pick up on the very bad holes. Uh, He'll still putt. Yeah, uh, but you know, if if he's at eight in the fairway, mm-hmm. he'll just pick it up and bring it up to the green, yeah. and nobody cares. Right. But he's gonna he's gonna do some better drives now with the height. I will tell you this, my man. On the 18th hole last year, he outdrove all of us. Oh, is Whoa. that true? Yeah. When he because he's a good golfer, I would say mm-hmm. that he if he gave a shit at all about golf, he would be good, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. I agree with you. At the driving room, we went, we went there so he wasn't rusty, so it wasn't his first time back since mm-hmm. last year. And he was popping him out there with the drives. So he might be able to keep up. Uh, he might, but, you know, the fairways, are, you know, there's some finesse involved, Elliot, that you're not aware of in the <laughs> go- game of golf. Hey, and, look, I'm not, a, I'm not a golf expert, so um, I barely But you're right. I mean, he, look, he's taller than me. So, yeah. like, he no longer needs to use a different set of clubs. He oh, wow, just, yeah. He can use adult clubs now. Mm-hmm. Oh, one yeah. would argue maybe I should use a different set of clubs. <laughs> one, should, one would argue I shouldn't play. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some wisdom in there. Yeah. And, of course, as we've talked about many uh, for, uh, since the beginning of the show, it's come up. I have never beat my dad at golf. Right. It's never happened. He's a very good golfer. Uh, but you think maybe this is the year. Yeah, but what? as I said last year, that's an empty win. I, so, right. oh, good for you. You, yeah. you you beat your dad. Oh, how's your dad? He's 80. Good right. for you. You beat an 80-year-old man. I'm going to make an unpleasant prediction. He beats me. He beats you. Yeah. Oliver beats you both. No, 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 no. That's ridiculous. There, it's an unpleasant prediction. I will tell you this in advance. There's no way of that happening. Okay. Do you, do you think Oliver could beat you, though? No. Okay. No. no, he will let him. <laughs> <laughs> no, there'll be a lot of. Oh, we can't find your ball, son. Yeah. <laughs> be a lot of that. Uh-huh. Don't trip over the club, son. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> a lot of me uh, uh, doing my Velcro on my glove while he's trying to putt. <laughs> a lot of me zipping. My friend Mike Gandy once he made me laugh so hard he just he he one of these guys that had a he wasn't a janitor but he may as well have been that's how many keys he had mm-hmm. and I'm uh, just in the middle of my back swing, he just drops his keys and they make it. <laughs> Just to be the dick. And uh, it's funny. Mike, he's a good guy. I did community theater with him. Mike Gandy. He's a, you know what? He's a guy. Maybe next year. 
I reach out and say, Mike, let's uh, let's get together for some lunch. All right. But, uh, you know, I, I, instead I go through these, I'm going to make amends to my ex-girlfriend tour. <laughs> a very one long and extended year. one. Yeah. yeah, one per year. Somebody gets a, gets a sober, uh, I'm not, certainly I'm not, as we know, I'm not in the program, uh, but there's no doubt these are, uh, hey, you know, I recognize that I was a prick back in the day. Yeah. And. Uh, I apologize. I apologize. Yeah. And. Uh, That's a good thing to do. See what happens. I, I don't have to apologize much to Chris because I wasn't as drunk yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I'm sure I was still a handful of a of a boyfriend <laughs> in high school. Uh, he was who was also in a band. So you mean by that you mean you could fit in the palm of her hand because you're so tiny? How dare you? <laughs> Dude, I was very tiny, very very tiny. Uh, she used to. Uh, uh, it was both. She both adored it. And made fun of the fact that when in the band, when I was trying to reach high notes, my face would turn beet red. <laughs> and she would, uh, she found that charming. And mm-hmm. uh, at the same, but at the same time, I was like, well, but you're my girlfriend. Everybody else looks at me and goes, why is that guy's fucking head turning into a <laughs> tomato? Uh, just, you know, oh, I'll tell you why. Because he can't really reach those notes. Mm. I should not be singing Judas Priest. <laughs> You could you could stop that sentence after, after <laughs> or at least before Judas Priest. Yeah, there's no question I could. There's the there's the left hook right there. Yeah, he's well, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, there was uh, although I will tell you this, I think I'm better than Rob Helford today. Okay. Again, huh. empty win. He's 73 years old or something, <laughs> and he's like, you know, uh, he talks things most of the yeah. Things. But then occasionally he'll hit the note. And Is Judas Priest in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? They got in last year right. as one of those side the thing that isn't really you know, the real thing but it's but it is the real like what's, what's the, the difference yeah what's the actual difference if you walk in the building do you see their face you see them and you see like their you know his whip or whatever the fuck you see like <laughs> you know you see his hat yeah uh, everybody's got to have a prop i was i was uh, i thought of that because um i was watching for some reason I'm, I, my algorithm is now showing me all of howard stern clips uh, mm-hmm. on youtube and uh, Dave Matthews was on recently. And so there was a bunch of clips of Dave Matthews and he was talking about being snubbed by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I realized like 10 years ago, I would have been like, that's ridiculous that he should never get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now I'm like, no, he should be in at this point. Like, what's the difference? Like he's he's done enough. He's sold a zillion tickets. He's sold a lot of albums. His band is actually incredibly talented. If you're talking about inducting the band, obviously not him well, as a solo the Dave artist. Dave Matthews band. Yeah, it's Dave Matthews band, and and they are, and I will even say he is a very good guitarist. So right. like the whole band is very good. You might not like what they do, but you might also not like what uh, Judas Priest did. It doesn't mean they didn't accomplish something. I don't disagree with you. I I I, I would have at one point said no. Yeah. But they are uh, just like uh, it's a bad comparison, but Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Iron Maiden today it sells out five nights at the Forum. Yeah. And they were popular, you know, they, they started in the late 70s. Right. And so that's sustained. Yeah. So they never had like, you know, even, you know, Kiss had shows where they, tours they had to cancel shows because right. people weren't coming. Um, Iron Maiden's never had that. Right. And Dave Matthews has never had no. that. And so you have that kind of fan base and you're putting out, they're still putting, Dave Matthews just released an album two weeks ago, I believe. Yep. Iron Maiden released one last year. Uh, and I believe they have another one coming. They got another one coming. <laughs> uh, these are legends. Yeah. And so wh- why are you dismissing them? And yeah. Like how many how many top ten hits has Dave Matthews Band had? Well, like, uh, they've had a few. I think I think cra- uh, Crash. Crash into me. Yeah, I think that was and, Crush, and then um, yeah, maybe. No, I don't know if that was a radio hit, but 
the but the big one was um the space between that was huge mm-hmm. that had that probably went top 10 i mean here's the thing as, as much as i'm a singer we all know that i don't have a lot of albums but like I'm surprised at how many Dave Matthews band songs I know. Yeah. When I well, hear that, yeah, that's the thing. They don't even a lot of them didn't even probably chart, but we all kind of know them. They're in the culture in right. a way that I know them. You know. And I'm fa- I famously on the show said I hate them. <laughs> right. uh, by the way, spoiler alert a little bit. Uh, a lot of those songs, Elliot, talking about come up on a an upcoming Jimmy's Records and Tapes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, which we can now say that there will be more coming. Yep. Um there, there was, that was already true. Yeah, but people didn't know that, Elliot. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to oh, make, make it exciting as opposed to you shitting all over it. Oh, no. I, and I, yourself. Uh, well, that was more what I was Because it's doing. your fault. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, but I was trying to make it an exciting thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some, very rarely do I try to promote something on this program and make it, you know, hey, something for people to look forward to. Yeah. And you took the fucking wind out of it. <laughs> You did, and you know you did. I mean, I don't know that the listener actually understands why you're mad at they me. They understand. They understand. Dude, they hate you more than I do. <laughs> they understand more than I ever fucking... I'm kidding. All that shit. I don't hate you in any way, shape, or form. We I are, appreciate we that. We're friends for life. Do you want uh, Dave Matthews info? I hope I die tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, if you take those glasses I, off, way, you might. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. By the way, where you were today when I honked at you... Yeah. Could have been dangerous last night. Like, yeah. That would have been like, right. sincerely, where's that fucking guy? And then you're annoyed at my horn. What do we got by Dave Matthews? Uh, from the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. Zero number one hits. Okay. Zero top 10 hits. Really? Wow. Well, that's that made, surprising. No, that, that's not surprising to me because they, they're a rock. It's it's album oriented rock band, or, yeah. or alternative, whatever they've called it over the years, modern rock chart. Like yeah. that's yeah. that's where they would be living. Modern rock is different than rock chart. Two yeah. different, two different. Right, worlds. right. But I'm saying, you know, things shift over time. Like he was probably in the alternative category in the '90s. No question. Uh, which then I think they changed the name of that to modern because or something. I don't it's know. It's not alternative anymore. Right. Here's so. what's interesting on the Billboard 200. Yes, that's the album chart, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seven number ones. That, oh, yeah, that wow. makes sense. They're an album. Seventeen band. top tens. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of albums. What's their number well, one? There's album? a lot of live albums. That's part of that. Oh, fair. Is it like the one that sold the most? Is it what? What was the one before uh, Crash? Uh, Under the table and dreaming, maybe. I think that's or their biggest seller. Before seven, these right? crowded streets, that uh, had eleven weeks. Which, which one did, position, sir? Under the table and dreaming. I think that's their biggest. Crash <clears throat> had two weeks. That's in it. Their peak position. But then you know the one that uh, the space between is on. That's called Every Day. I think that was huge. That's the one that. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Glenn I Ballard read this produced. Completely wrong. Uh, under the Table and Dreaming peaked at number 11. Okay. Crash oh. peaked at number two. Under the Table and Dreaming was on the charts for 117 weeks. Crash, 105 weeks. Before These Crowded Streets, number one for one week. That's the one you were just referring to? Uh, that's Oh, no, Every Day is the one you're Every Day is the, the night, say, like 2001-ish. Yep, that, one, that was number one for yeah. two weeks. 78 weeks. Their, their albums are on the charts for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, so to me... And again, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan, although, again, it's, it's one of those, it's a Billy Joel thing. I yeah. like a lot more Dave Matthews than I think I do. Yeah. And I probably would enjoy going to their concert, quite frankly. I don't, I think that would have been true 20 years ago. Uh-oh. I don't think it would be true now. You don't think I would like the set list? Uh, Elise and I, you know, like we went on the last, maybe it was the last tour. I don't remember what it was. I think it was before the pandemic, actually. So it was probably four years ago. But uh, it was like a for old time's sake type thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did not enjoy ourselves because <laughs> there's now there's too much stuff from post when we were yeah, paying attention. Got it. There's it's like it used to be like we would go and I didn't know a lot of the early stuff. Uh, and but I knew the sort of middle stuff like the, you know, sort of after they 
became big and and like into the early 2000s and i was like okay i I know like half these songs or three quarters and now it's like there's there's more there's more content from after i stopped giving a shit than there was from before or when i did give a shit at all and so they don't play i mean they do still they still play some of those classics but they're one of those bands that they can play literally anything and the crowd will go crazy because the, the fans are so insane and they'll be they'll be more excited to hear something that none of us have ever heard of. or It's one of those. He's, he, yeah. But you know what? Good for him. Yeah, no, that's cool for them. I mean, for that, I, for it's them exciting. It's yeah, yeah that's, that's great for them. The thing that was interesting about the Howard Stern interview is uh, I get. So Howard was like asking him about the, you know, being snubbed or whatever. And he was like, he pointed out, I guess he got, you know how they do the fan vote thing? Mm hmm. He got, he was the number one, or the band was the number one fan vote and then still didn't get in. And, and his point was, Dave's point was like, that's kind of cooler in a weird way to like, you're the, you're the, you're, you, you win the fan vote, which is what this is all about. We, we do this for the fans. Right. You win the fan vote, but then you don't, you, you still don't get in. It's kind of proves like, okay, well then, you know. You know what? I'm really confused by Dave Matthews because, you know, the, the people that vote for the most part are snobby assholes. Yeah. And um, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm going to answer our, our guest here very quickly. Okay. Um, I'll finish your thought. They're snobby assholes, and they can lick my butt. <laughs> nope, not what <laughs> I was, was going to say. say. Oh, that's not what you're going to say. What I was going to say is that uh, I think Dave Matthews ticks a lot of boxes for them. Mm-hmm. I think I uh, I can I don't like it, but I can understand. I, 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 yes, I can, and I can't because I can make the argument that they're nuts to not induct somebody like Foreigner, mm-hmm. who has had a gazillion mm-hmm. top ten hits, and their albums have all sold, yeah. and they too. Yes, they're part of packages, but they they still tour, mm-hmm. and you know whatever. I think I think Foreigner should be in there, but mm-hmm. uh, but I do believe Dave Matthews should be in there. Maybe even before, although Foreigner opened up a lot of fucking doors, and there's it's <laughs> you're on quite the I'm all in on argument Foreigner. with yourself. <laughs> uh, I I don't know why I'm comparing Foreigner and and Dave Matthews is my point. I'm going to get away from that. Yeah, Dave. Matthews, I think they both deserve to be in, yeah. and I think Dave Matthews ticks the critics' boxes. And I understand, like, well, foreigners more for that was for high school proms, and I can see these assholes fighting against right. it. Whereas Dave Matthews, it's like, what are you fighting against? The guy, it's a great, it's great musically. I think it's because they're perceived as being kind of like it, it's true. Like if you if you dive into it, they're they're basically a, a jazz ensemble, <laughs> like a yeah. rock jazz fusion with with some corny love song lyrics on top. And I think it's the corny love song part that. The critics historically have have that's true. They have, have yeah. They they're not critically. They don't like them. Uh, no, oh, critics don't like. Then them. Then I apologize. I thought yeah, yeah, I, no. I just assumed they would. No, I don't think critics like them. But I think does that make me a critic? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. But I think people who give them a chance, music people who give them a chance, are like, okay, these guys are really good at their jobs. Right. Like, and and they're they're you know that. So if it's about that, if it's about musicianship, then they should be given more it's not serious. the jazz hall of fame matt no it's true you said they're a jazz band <laughs> they kind of are yeah uh, that's kind of what i didn't like about them the uh all those fucking solos it's a jam band i mean they're a I jam do, band I, you know what whenever you know when, when i when i fiddle around on sirius xm and i go to the dave matthews band channel mm-hmm. and if i'm very lucky to hear all on the watchtower <laughs> yeah you know that's 18 minutes long yeah but you know i fucking love it that's yeah, good you know they all noodle around you get yeah. to hear everything he then he comes back with his voice, which is mm-hmm. awful, but I love it. <laughs> he has a good bad voice, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, and he he also acknowledges that. Like he I saw him once say, like, I he's like, man, you know how some people, 
they just open their mouth and it just comes out beautiful. Like I really have to work for it. Like you can see it on my face, how hard I'm working yeah. to make it. Sound oh, that's too. funny. You can. Yeah. He's always like, arr, arr. he's one of those kind of like actually Bruce Springsteen's like that too. It doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It just means like there's a super effort <laughs> pushing that. Whereas like, you know, Adele just opens her mouth and it's like fucking, oh, you know, just, butterflies and she, she unicorns. Could, she gets things seated. And that's hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see Springsteen about a month ago fell down stage? Did you see that? No. Yeah, he tripped. Oh, dear. And uh, so uh, he can't be president. Because <laughs> he tripped. You know, he's the boss. Because nobody trips. Nobody trips. Mm-hmm. We all fucking trip. Uh, I was looking at Dave Matthews' band set list. Yes, sir. He's currently touring. The band is currently touring. Yeah. It's different every night. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's a few that are the same. Does he do crash into me every night? No. Well, then I'm not going. He does not. You don't do that. I'm not going. No, he probably rarely does it. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah. It's what about uh, uh, well, what I say? What's the name of that? What song? would you say? What would you say? I doubt he plays that uh, much. I mean, that's probably more band. more common than than I Crash don't Into think Me. So actually, no. This well, I'm. We've talked about Stevie Nicks as a cover of Crash Into Me, right? No. Oh, it's oh great. maybe you did. It's maybe really good. It. Yeah, it's good. Because I think that song's phenomenal. Yeah. And again, I'm not on record as being a big Dave Matthews. Right. That song's phenomenal. Then you you throw Stevie Nicks right. into the mix. It's a you're welcome. Nice rhyme. Nice rhyme. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of those things that, that you know, he the, the fan base is a self-sustaining organism where part of the fun for them is to go to five shows or 10 shows or yeah. 20 shows in a summer to try to hear all the stuff they love. And they may or may not hear them all. You know, like I, I, I. I, because of the, uh, speaking of algorithms the reddit algorithm started showing me the dave matthews subreddit <laughs> so like maybe it's just in my head more because i keep seeing these posts and I, I i i swear to god i try not to engage with it but somehow it still knows to show it to me or i don't know if it knows it just decided it's i should see it chosen to show you yeah and uh but it does it does uh seem to be the case that people will be like well here's my list of stuff i hope to hear this summer i'm going to 25 shows oh my goodness like wow good luck to you i mean there's literally hundreds of songs good for them to go to 25 shows i know that's crazy too right how privileged are those folks very or or, (laughs) that's all they do well no but you still have the money to go but to travel that much alone travel i guess if you're if you work remotely Mm -hmm. then it's just a matter of how do you afford driving all over the place or flying or whatever you're doing and staying in hotels or i don't know maybe they have campers it could be tents yeah Yeah. rvs and then this, the tickets. the tickets are now expensive. So it's not like we were talking about with Jay Chandrasekhar. Like it's not like $20 tickets anymore. Times have changed, my man. Yeah. I, I don't understand how people are doing that with Taylor Swift. Dude. The, yeah. It's, that's even crazier. It's crazy. Like I have someone on Twitter that I know that she's like, Oh, I'm going to be at Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm going to be at what I'm like, how are you doing this? Right. It's that's those wild. are expensive. And if you, and we talked about it before, if you don't have tickets, you want to go good luck because it, that's, well, that's what probably what this person, like, there's no way she got, tickets face value each time right she must be buying I think them they're, they f- f- discovered that Ticketmaster releases tickets like the day or the week of oh, the show oh something for Jimmy Pardo to keep an eye on and they swoop in and they scoop them I'll swoop for, yeah so I've been known to swoop swoop and scoop watch yeah. keep an eye out swoop 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 me doop who's that push that's uh, salt and pepper isn't it? yeah salt and <laughs> Danny Serafin the former drummer of Chicago Hall of Famer mm-hmm uh, made the argument had they not gone with Day, uh, with David Foster and gotten back into being a top 10, you know, pop band mm-hmm. that they would have gone like he feels and, and actually preferred if this would have happened that they would have gone the, he said the Grateful Dead route, but, uh, you know, we could use Fish or Dave Matthews. Right. He feels they should have gone that direction and mm-hmm. just been 
that where you don't know what songs they're going to play each night. They're yeah. going to because you know they had all. Right. Even at that point, they had fourteen albums. Yeah. And take away greatest hits and live, so you have twelve albums to to play from. Mm-hmm. And they would you know early their early days they were they would jam. Mm-hmm. And you might hear a song called Mother. Uh, which is off the third album that would like some nights would last seven minutes sometimes would last 12 sometimes would last you know whatever it is on the album mm-hmm. and they have that for a bunch of songs and so he felt they should have gone that direction yeah. um i love i i'm a, i am a fan of their 80s stuff but at the same time boy would i have loved that that would have been yeah i think that's what i was thinking about with the the hall of fame thing is like they finally let chicago in i feel like dave matthews band is a variation of chicago in that they were sort of interesting and jazzy sort of like whatever initially and then they became very popular they had like a like radio hit era mm-hmm. uh, obviously chicago's was much bigger but or longer but and then they kind of just settled back into well now we're just doing it for our fans and that's cool too and uh like it's true that dave matthews band the the, the way they tour and the, the set list is different like because chicago kind of just does what they do but I still kind of think if you put their career side by side, it's not that different. I other than your hatred of one and love of another. <laughs> um, the uh, to your point, you know, Chicago. If if you go see Chicago, here's the thing: if, if, if I, I I could do without without some of these tunes and mm. add some other ones in. Yeah. But if you go see Chicago, their set list cover they they, they do everything you want to do, mm-hmm. and. From 1967 up until, you know, whenever their last hit was, which was in the 90s, mm-hmm. they do them all for you. They yeah. do them. And then you you might go, well, they didn't do that one. But you're like, yeah, but they did 28 others or, yeah. you know, 19 others, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I get it that they're kind of locked into they have to do those songs. Well, I, I don't I'm not going to argue with that approach because I think there's a a lot more people will go to a concert just because, hey, I know three of their hits and they want to hear those three hits. If the people who feel that way about Dave Matthews go to a concert, they will leave disappointed. And that's a, a greater group of people. It just so happens that there are enough people who are deep enough in. They want the to, other stuff. To keep, yeah. the, to keep the stadiums full or whatever. So that's great for them. But, you know, for all those other people, it's kind of a bummer that they can't just go hear the songs they like. Because I love the, you know, I saw, I wasn't a big Tom Petty fan, but I saw Tom Petty at the Hollywood Bowl. He played the songs I wanted to hear, and it was fucking great. Right, I, I left happy. It. Uh, who did it? Did I just see this in concert, or did I read about it? Where they they do a no, we saw it uh, with, uh, with not the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Yeah, they do that fans' choice. Oh yeah, and they give you a choice of five songs. Right, and people could and you five vote on your phone. And some are hits, mm-hmm. and other like three might not be. Yeah, I think Chicago should do that. That's Fuck, a good idea. What am I talking about? Nobody's going to Chicago. Going to Chicago. <laughs> hey, before we uh, our guest gets here, mm-hmm. uh, completely off topic. Uh, we have our, uh, what, what levels is that? Three and higher that go to the game night? Yeah. Uh, yes. Two or three. Le- levels, uh, so that's uh, so that's happening on the 22nd, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Thursday the 22nd yeah. at 6 p.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played Quiplash last time. We're going to do a new game this time. And this is courtesy of uh, 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 Nathan Diffie. Is that the yep. gentleman's name? Mm-hmm. Nathan Diffie sent in a game called Pardoisms. Mm-hmm. He oh, trademarked fine. it. <laughs> and I'm just going to give you I'm going to give you guys one one example of what what's going to happen but it's going to be an opportunity for everybody to play. Okay. Uh you guys will be competing against each other and as well as the uh the fans who I believe will beat you guys. If it's if it's about our show, they definitely will. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh so here it is. Uh are, do, do, do someone to be the question reader, they could also play. That means like I will host it, mm-hmm. but I can also play because uh not only do I uh 
Did I say all these stupid things? Uh, I don't remember things. <laughs> uh, the question reader reads the question in uh, the category in the question. Uh, some questions will give you a partoism, and players will need to guess what Jimmy meant to say. Others will give you the intended word or phrase, and you need to guess the partoism. Oh, that's, that'll be interesting. <laughs> uh, players write down their answers. Once all questions have been read, we're going to do it differently. We will do it. Uh, uh, we'll do it question by question, proud and proud I will, uh, and then we'll chit chat about it. And mm-hmm. uh, so here's the first one. This is just uh, this is under category of musicals. All okay. right, musicals. And again, this is just an an example of partoisms. Mm-hmm. And this this one's actually pretty easy. What 2015 jukebox musical did Jimmy refer to as Get Up Tonight? <laughs> oh, Matt. Yes, Matt. Get on your feet? Get on your feet. That's a great answer. <laughs> uh, pardon me. Our, our guest is calling me. Okay. Guest Hello? is calling. Hi, I'm here. All right, great. Let me, uh, I'll send the boy out to get you. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, stand by. The boy's on his way. Garen, go and get our guest. Why these sportscaster divas just refuse to use the call box. I'm going to guess the, uh, the call box wasn't working. That's, that's my guess. <laughs> that's nine times. Uh, anyway, that's the case. Uh, that's an example. Yeah. Of, right. of I said something I stupid. It. Yes. And you guys have to guess what that stupid thing I said is. Fantastic. I think it's hysterical. And uh, I, I thank Nathan Diffie for sending it. Uh, he did send it with some uh, 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 cushioning the blow. Like, don't be offended by these. I, mm-hmm. You know, I too say they're like he. <laughs> but I, I, I know I say stupid things. And that's uh, yeah. some of them are on purpose. But it, that wasn't. That wasn't. Well, if you get into mo- uh, lines of dialogue from movies that don't actually exist in the movie, then well, that's that's an bottom as well. Of, of Our fun. friend Jason Benetti just came in. Come on in, Jason. Sit there quietly, like Garen. I hopefully instructed you to. You don't have. Actually, you don't have to be quiet. Oh, there is. Oh a microphone no, there. you lost your voice. Well, then that. <laughs> why would you still come? You should have just texted and said you can't make it. We're gonna do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like weird timing oh, to do I, that. You're going to talk into your wallet? It was, my voice was in my wallet. What? Sometimes I stow it. I've got Capital One in mine, but you got your voice in yours. <laughs> you did. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's more important. What's in your wallet? My voice. I'm a broadcaster. It's a really <laughs> aggressive commercial, actually. I don't like him yelling at me. Uh-uh. Sam Jackson. Yeah, it's not It's not his business. Uh, it is not his business. <laughs> you know, I did say, uh, I, I did see him from about three feet away at uh, when I went to Magic and Cookie's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Hillary uh, fundraiser, mm-hmm. and uh, Sam Jackson got up and talked for reasons of this second nobody understands. <laughs> but he got up with his kangle, uh-huh. and uh, it was I'm making fun. It was it was it's exciting to see somebody go up and go. You know, this is the this is going to be the next president. Yeah, and they're excited about being there and supporting. Mm-hmm. And little did we know, we would go into eight years of hell. Uh, even Sam Jackson didn't know. Right now, he's he's still mad about those snakes. Yeah. Wait, eight years of hell? I mean, it's well, four, four, four year, years four of, of official hell. And, and then three years. Uh, post hell. Well, if, the 2015s when he. Yeah. So ever since he got involved. Right. Uh, so that's five. And then we got six, seven, eight. So so yeah. by your definition, we're just in hell until he dies. Um, I We're going to be. This guy's a fucking fly. I don't even think him dying on, on, is going to help that no, much. because he's unlocked Pandora's fucking box. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Yes. We're, we're yes. not crawling out of that anytime yeah. soon. Jason can't say anything because he's got to appeal to the dumb White Sox fans that <laughs> voted for him. You know there's dumb White Sox fans. Don't you dare. Some of those math people. Huh. <laughs> I was one. Yeah, so I grew up with them all. Yeah, I, I was one for a long time. You were dumb. You're sharp and smart, and you, uh, you were made fun of being sharp and smart by the dumb people. That's my guess. Sometimes. All right, fair. <laughs> you want to do that? Fair. We've got time. You, wait, I don't know if we have time to go into your therapy. To be honest with you. 
These are nice chairs. All right. <laughs> uh, Jason, uh, we'll talk about it. We talked about it before. Grew up in Homewood, Flossmore, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. And went to HF High School. Uh-huh. Uh, as did uh, Chuck Garfine. Yeah. Uh, who is a White Sox reporter, which is bizarre. They both went to the same yeah. school, and now they end up with the same organization. And a uh, friend of the show, Paul Gilmerton. Yeah. Also went there. Was, I believe, on the hockey squad. Uh, they might call those teams. <laughs> and uh, I believe somebody who's the other who's a, there isn't there a third famous person well I, I, I'm going to include Paul he was on dinner in a movie for 15 years yeah. was there not a fourth famous person from HF uh, WGN News's Ben Bradley is there a fourth <laughs> looking for a fourth Lawrence was, Holmes of 670 the score oh I like Lawrence Holmes He's a so he's HF guy. another sports oh, guy. Another sports guy. Sports guy. And what does Ben Bradley do? He's uh he's like an anchor slash reporter for right. WGN. Boy, that school turned out a lot of journalism. A lot of nerds. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of mocking. A lot of you guys had to go get bullied. Yeah, oh yeah. Your smartness and all your horseshit. Uh we're thrilled. Jason Benetti's here. The White Sox are in town, uh losing to the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And uh, that'll happen again tonight. There's no question in my mind that'll happen tonight. They're going up against, uh, I'll quote uh, with a bad, uh, they've got Clayton Kershaw, the best that they got. Was that an okay, Vince Scully? No, it was horrible. It was a, it was a it was the 20th percentile <laughs> oh, wow, you're going to of Vince Scully impressions. Say the yo-yo thing. That'll get you back in. The thing about Travis Lee is he loves the yo-yo. <laughs> you can't see him in the clubhouse without the yo-yo. That's a real thing Vince Scully said three consecutive nights. That was way better. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's the, I'm famous for being able to either do an impression great once and then never again, or I could do one line of somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I could do, um, uh, what, what's the, the Homer Simpson? I could do, uh, lawn darts. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Can't do more than that. Yep. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Jason Benetti is here. It's episode Q. So that means, uh, of course, we're doing Q on Trump's book uh, birthday. Sure. Because we love him. And he will not go to prison. I'm, I'm not, if I've got to go down there myself, I'm going to get him out. Oh. Is, that way, is that where you're really traveling t- tomorrow? I'm not going to Chicago. I'm going down to Doral. <laughs> and uh, I'm, first of all, I'm playing 18 with the, with our with our president. Yeah, of course. Sure. Because he is our president. <laughs> I'm going to play 18 with him, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to uh, I'm going to block the uh, the gate to the uh, prison. He's not going. Oh man, if he does get convicted, it it will. You're going to see the world's funniest attempted jailbreak. <laughs> like, he's going to get somebody. He's going to hire an attorney that looks like him. Yes. Yes. It's just like, that's going to be priceless. He currently does not have a, a, a lead attorney. And I, I thought you I thought you couldn't be arraigned if you didn't have a, a, I, a local attorney. Wasn't that the story? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened yesterday. Maybe that was his gambit. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't arraign me if I don't have a lawyer. Yeah, well, like, he, yeah, we just go to prison. He made it through arraignment. <laughs> it's he a little Barry Manilow. Self protected. I love it. Isn't that yeah? And you think that's better than my Vince Cullen? <laughs> I saw Barry Manilow within the last six months in concert. Yes. Oh my gosh. And it was great, right? It was. He was in AFib two nights before. Wow. And then he did the concert two nights later, and he was very understanding that people kind of think it's schlock. But he was like, he said in between, you know, they do the patter. Yeah. Right. The musicians do the patter. And he said, uh, he said, as long as there are dentist's offices and elevators, my music will live on. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. My, uh, I've seen him three times in the last 10 years, uh, including his Christmas show. That's what I That's saw. What and I loved it. It was amazing. I was amazed. Like I talked about it on the show. Yeah. I, I brought my young boy, Oliver, and... Uh, 
he loved it. Like, they, it's nothing but joy. You know all the songs, and then if you're going to add Christmas, you know all the Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing not to like there. And he's great. Go and see he, Barry Manilow. He gets it, right? <laughs> and like, he gets he it. He gets what he is. Yes. And he refers to it, and I love that. He once, remember when they had that festival in New York that got rained out, and they got and it got canceled in the middle of Barry Manilow's set. They stopped the show and said, weather is dangerous, we all have to leave. And he called in, CNN was covering it. Mm-hmm. And he called in and was laughing about, of course this happens to me. Mm-hmm. You know, all these hipsters want other shows, you know, but <laughs> it's going to happen to Barry. And so to Jason's point, he gets it. Yeah. Let's get him on the show. Yeah. Let's reach uh, out to Barry. Oh, God, great would that be? Barry Mandela walks in, he ducks down, comes in. <laughs> He's a tall man? Uh, he's a very tall man, very oh. tall and thin, probably weighs 75 pounds. Didn't, didn't think of uh, Barry Manilow as a tall man. Very tall, very thin. All right. I'm, I, I'm accepting your information. Is he the Slenderman? He he looks like <laughs> he's, he's Doug Jones-like. He's like that. Wow. I met him at uh, the the last episode of The Tonight Show with Conan O'Brien. Mm. Uh, he was the musical guest. And uh, he was uh, No, my apologies. Second to last night mm. was Barry Manilow. And uh, he was great. And I had the opportunity to say hello to him and... Uh, get an L, uh, a CD cover signed and uh, great. There Who we go. Think is taller. What's that? Who's taller, Barry Manilow or Dave Matthews? <laughs> I know this information. I have. You looked, looked it up. I have looked I had, it up. I mean, if you're telling me that Barry Manilow is a tall man, it has to be Barry Manilow. Because I'm going to go with Barry Manilow. Dar- Dave Matthews is not tall. Maybe I think Barry Manilow is six three, and I think Dave Matthews is like six. Garen's about to. Say, I was going to say five eleven. Yeah. Allow me to correct you. Wow. Okay. Oh, am I wrong? Is he not tall? He seemed tall to me. Again, I'm five foot. F- Barry Manilow, apparently, Three. according to Google, is six foot. Dave no. Matthews is six two. What? Yeah. That's Impossible. what I say. Impossible. I, I don't believe it either because I would always imagine that he was just this short little like guy with five a guitar. Eight. Yeah. I thought, I was thought like... he was five eight. By the way, I saw Conan O'Brien over the weekend. And so I got to uh, talk into his chest for. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is so fucking awkward whenever I'm when we have to stand together for a photograph or something. It is just embarrassing. Like yeah. how crazy, you know, he's crazy tall and I'm crazy short. So it's like. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. How you, I don't know how you get the shot. Yeah. Uh, anyway. We've wrestled with it uh, in this very room, or at least in the hallway, taking a picture of you guys together. It's raw. I think I had to use a step stool. A little step stool. Yeah. Like that was the uh, for day one of step stool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, Jason Benetti's here. I, I was starting to ramp. Uh, I could go into the break. Uh, Q is the episode number, but we did the partomizer. You're trying to guess what actress whose first name begins with the letter K. I'm thinking about. That you're thinking about. That I am thinking about. You've got the con. We all play. I've got the con. We'll be back. Benetti's here right after this. Hey, gang. Matt here with some dates for you. Jason Benetti is on the internet, on social media at least, at Jason Benetti. And uh, you can hear him on every White Sox uh, TV broadcast. If you're uh, watching White Sox games, listen for his uh, beautiful voice and his wit and wisdom. Jimmy Pardo is going to be in Ann Arbor, Michigan at the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase on the 14th and 15th of July. He's uh, hosting Pop Cultured at the Lyric Hyperion, as he usually does. Uh, monthly, I guess. Uh, maybe bi-monthly now? Uh, that's going to be in Los Angeles on the 28th of July. You can also watch it online. The NowhereComedyClub.com website has that streaming if you want to watch it from somewhere else. And then he's in Salt Lake City at Wise Guys and Jordan's Landing on the 25th and 26th of August. If you go to JimmyPardo.com and click the tour link you'll see all his dates and deets and you can get tickets through that link enjoy
Hey, sometimes you find yourself uh, the, the wallet's uh, missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earnings there if you got a last-minute uh, gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – are you at the – Wild animal vet? No, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the, the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good, I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn-in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah, it's but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. That's what they're saying. They say it like that? Yeah. They, I would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement. No, these, these are people that, uh, you, you know, when they're giving a testimonial, they're caught off guard. And they're, then, they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone. They're, exactly these are right. not professional these broadcasters. Like we are. Yeah, they, they, they sound stilted, but that's real. That's genuine. Thank you. Matt, again, it gives them peace of mind. <laughs> uh, hey, download Earning Today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who sent you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Uh, listen, this is, you You know this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? Once you try it, you go, hey, this is good stuff. Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very I think it was hipster. very of the pre-meme. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah, It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where... I don't I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> What's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about Factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. Oh, they got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code PARDO50 at factormeals.com slash PARDO50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. 
Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 32Q. Our buddy Jason Benetti is here, and we were just uh, we just had a longer break than I think three guys in this room wanted. <laughs> uh, I, I welcome it. Jason and I talked about White Sox baseball, and... Um, as I as I froze, I froze in the stands last night. They were it was a you know it's only sixty it's sixty six degrees, but here in Los Angeles that feels really cold. Mm. There's a dampness in the air that that makes it chilly. Yeah, it's my arrival. <laughs> Your cold and chilly energy into that booth last night, mm-hmm. and then to sit there freezing and watch a team suck. My team, my beloved White Sox. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers put up four in the first inning, and it's like, well, we're done, and. Uh, I also, I was wearing my, as, as I wore, Jason, I wore my, and I talked about this on the last episode, if you heard that a guy got his ass kicked in the parking lot, it was me, because I was wearing my White Sox hat with the Pride logo, the, the uh, oh, you were, the rainbow, yeah. uh, the Pride colors. That's yeah. great. And uh, I did have to move at one point. I was like, I'm not going to sit here because those guys are getting drunker and drunker, and they're already harassing the guy, uh, the, the, uh, the usher. Uh-huh. And they're bothered, like, and they're swearing, fucking great job, Jason, to the guy. And uh, Jason was ushering. They oh, were wow. harassing the usher. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they for were, what? Taking tickets? They were just trying to like. They were trying to be funny with him, but it oh. wasn't. And so I was like, you know what? They're going to turn around at any second now and see this hat, and I don't have that energy mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, that uh, to uh, a verbally spar with them or b get my ass kicked. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm just going to move, and then I moved, and. Uh, uh, I actually envisioned because I was at one point I was the only guy in the section, and I just envisioned a camera guy going up and you guys going, "Hey, there's one lone socks. Hey, that's Jimmy Pardo." Right, right. Because <laughs> I was just like, "Duh, dummy," just sitting there. With well, my... that's the thing. It's like it, it doesn't even have to be the pride part of it. They could just see the White Sox logo and be like, "Fuck this guy." They could, yeah. And then uh, you throw that into it, and there's a lot of drunken testosterone and yeah. homophobia, you know, involved. And mm-hmm. by the way, these guys might all be great guys i don't know i just didn't like the way they were talking to the usher mm-hmm. and i had to move myself. i like your instinct like you know what maybe i was being a little judgmental to the <laughs> drunken crazy yeah, for a moment there you were like you know what i was for a second this is, yeah uh they, they were just trying to have fun at the old ballpark as they mm-hmm. say uh not, not at, at the old ballpark <laughs> as the, the song always has gone <laughs> It's another partoism. Fun of the old ballpark. No, that's what uh, announcers say. That. Oh, I thought you were quoting the song. I'm not quoting the song. Yeah, okay. No, I would uh, quoting announcers. I'm a, you know, I'm a student of the game. There's nothing, <laughs> sure. there's nothing wrong with that phrase, even if nobody else had ever said it before. Thank you. Are you saying I should be in the booth? I mean, I, look, there's an expert in the room who could tell better than I could. Jason had me in the booth for an, uh, two innings last uh, pre-pandemic. Yeah, remember that back in the day. I do, and then and I was the... invited to do a whole game with you. That's never happened. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we're 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 trying to be less funny yeah so maybe we shouldn't have well that ever. sounds mean to gordon beckham well no no nice well, to you i will yeah. say last but night nice to me we had a we had our fill-in producer mark brady who's a great guy yeah he does the bulls games he produces the bulls games and he thought it would be funny to have gordon do the nascar promo read because gordon's got a bit of a drawl okay and there was like a spin out on turn two in the middle of the NASCAR promo. It got a little gummy. And it was, he he like recognized it in the middle of the read and he was basically like, well, this isn't going well. And downtown Chicago, well, and you're like, okay, all right. Well, at least you're being self-referential. Uh, when is that, by the way? NASCAR is going to be driving on the city streets of Chicago, correct? Yeah, in July. 
July uh, this the year? beginning of July. Is that your yeah. Gordon Beckham impression? <laughs> That's my everybody uh, stressing the wrong syllable south of a certain play. Like insurance? Insurance. Yeah. Insurance. What about the holiday that comes in November? How do you pronounce that? That's Thanksgiving. That's Thanksgiving, right? Not Thanksgiving. Not Thanksgiving. <laughs> Not insurance. Insurance. And there's a third one. Oh, what do you, uh, when you go home at night and you turn, what do you turn on to watch something? TV. The TV. Not the TV. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the other one. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It, it, it'll it'll get there at some point. No, you don't think <laughs> it'll don't. permeate. You think that's gonna that's, that's gonna syllabic. take over? Uh, I no. I think. Um, you think they'll figure it out? I think over time, language changes. Hmm. If I can turn this into a very boring seminar about to. vocabulary, <laughs> there's no reason for that. Yeah, like like uh, you know, cream corn or cream corn or mashed potatoes or ice cream. Over the over time, yes. they change. Because they're like relatively new at for like ice cream was a different version of cream. Right. And now it's ice cream because it's just more colloquial and we're used to it. We're friends now. You're friends with the ice cream. I am. You get that rainbow cone. I love the rainbow cone. Have you all heard of the rainbow cone? Oh, tell them what the the rainbow cone is. Rainbow cone is um, is a very Chicago ish thing. It's one. Now they're a franchise. They have four or five places, but it's uh, uh, orange, green, yellow. Chocolate, strawberry. It's six flavors. Six flavors, I think. I'm not on. They just take out a big slab and they like grab a whole swath of this thing and they put it on a cone or in a bowl and it's rainbow ice cream, right? It's orange sherbet and it's pistachio and it's chocolate and this other thing called Palmer House, which is a hotel and I don't know how it's got the name of an ice cream, <laughs> but and it's strawberry and it's something else. But it's phenomenal. I feel like really I'm good. six years old. When but it's I'm also there. the size of your head. It is the it size is, of my head. It's gigantic. Yes. And uh, last year, uh, two years ago, my dad, we went for pizza. And I ate like a jackass. And then my dad said, hey, for your birthday, we got something special. And we went to Rainbow Cone. It's like, well, had I known we were getting Rainbow Cone, I may not have eaten an entire pizza. Mm -hmm. Because now I have to finish my birthday Rainbow Cone (laughs) as to not disappoint my father. And it's like, we got a picture. Oh, yeah. Look at Look at the size of that thing. Oh, that is gigantic. It's gigantic. There's only four on there, though. That's not an official Rainbow Cone. This is from I Rainbow think they're Cone in there. I think there's a there's chocolate underneath. Oh, there is. There's chocolate. a. Where's the Palmer House? The yellow is the Palmer House. You can see it's got the steeple on it. <laughs> uh, it is delicious. It is. It's. It is. Uh, I'm suddenly. I want to go eat Garen's computer. <laughs> you're welcome to. That sounds so it good. Am I? It won't be as tasty. But I, yeah, you're welcome. To have people typically taken bites out of the electronics? We, that is his here, is fifth that? computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kevin Nealon was here, of all people, and he ate a lot of that computer. Yeah. Really? Wow. At that time, yeah. Wow. It's really, It's at this point, I hate to victim shame, but it's Garen's fault for showing him the picture. There's the no reason delicious. why Garen should turn that yeah, around to show Just don't us. do it anymore. Yeah. I never learned. Yeah. Unacceptable. No. Um, now, there must be at least some percentage of the Chicagoland area who's inexplicably mad at the rainbow cone for the first <laughs> word in that. I would imagine that there are some folks mad at the idea of a rainbow cone, yes. Yeah. All of a sudden, they uh, hate the rainbow cone. They did not hate the rainbow a year ago, but yeah. they've been told by Ted Cruz to hate the rainbow, yeah. and uh, they now hate the rainbow. So they don't like Skittles. I was just going to say, they it's an like evil Skittles slogan. They yeah. must be mad at Skittles as well. They have to be. With their weird, bigoted, closed-mindedness. What? They're trying to get you to taste something. Yeah. Yeah, homophobic candy or whatever. It's such a clear case of like, so like, so your mind goes to pedophilia or whatever the fuck. Like that's you. That's not that. Like they literally talking about the White House. They're like, leave the children. They we're talking about children ever. Talking about LGBTQ, and they're like, ugh, grooming. Like you're thinking about that. That's yeah. that's in your crazy head. I know, weirdos. 
You're talking to me? Because you said you. <laughs> yeah, you. And you were looking at me. Well, because you texted me. Look at this disgusting picture. <laughs> what if I did? <laughs> what if that's what goes on behind the scenes? This is all a big scam. Just playing <laughs> both sides. Yeah. We got to do both sides. Yeah. We'll, we'll both hand it and combs it up. Mm-hmm. That was an off-air conversation, but it, it's relevant to what we just said. Was that off? Uh, I guess it was off. It was out, yeah, we had that conversation off it just blurs all together, doesn't it? Listen, Guys. there was a time where this sh- the the off air was different than the on air, and now it's not. It's all there's just certain things we have to edit out if we say it on the air. Yeah, uh, Jason Benetti is here. We are thrilled to have him join us uh, in town of, with uh, the Chicago White Sox. But you're doing a lot more uh, other sports as well. You were also part of the Olympics. Right? I'm not playing, but yes. <laughs> uh, but you brought the most recent Olympics. You uh, you broadcast a bunch of the games. I did the baseball. Yeah. Um, and but did you travel there? or Did you do it from here? You know, it's interesting. I uh, it's not that interesting, but I said it's interesting, so it might be. <laughs> well, they will buy into it. I flew to Stamford, Connecticut, to do the baseball in a studio. Oh. and got COVID. <laughs> Instead of going to Japan <laughs> to be isolated, with the risk of yes, with, the, with the, you know, with all the concerns, I went to a studio where they had you know overnight uh, cherry cobbler because we were working working uh, crazy hours in the cafeteria, and I got COVID from the the cafeteria. You blame the cobbler? I do. <laughs> I, the sh- these shoes are horrible, <laughs> and I got COVID. <laughs> they put COVID in the shoes. It's yeah. really stupid. Uh, did you do you know? Do you think you know who you got it from? Or was just the environment? Wouldn't it be amazing? If somehow we could have tracked who we got COVID from, oh, I would love it. That would have been great. Well, I, know, I actually know who I got it from. Really? <laughs> my, it was my daughter. Oh, okay. Because she's in a choir, uh, and she got it from her choir. Her entire choir got it, and then she came home, and then we live with her, and so she gave us the rest of the family. And Did they w- perform when they had the COVID? No. Okay. I mean, they there was they probably there probably was a window of time when they were performing with COVID, not knowing it. But yes, the once they all found out they had COVID. And it was like 80% of them. I don't think every single person got it, but yeah, it was most I, of them. I, I know exactly who to blame in that case. Who? Susan? <laughs> <laughs> well, because I would Why couldn't I have picked a current girl's name? Why did I have to pick? There's no Susans anymore. <laughs> no, there's no there's Susan. not, there's not a, You go to that high school, there's not a single Susan. There's no way there's a Susan in her choir. My right. mom is Susan. But she is not going to high school today. <laughs> You don't know that. That's true. <laughs> She's getting her GED. Yes. Does your mom still live in HF? Uh, they, my parents live in Mokina now, a little oh. further south. Sure. Yeah. My uh, Jennifer One, who I affectionately refer to her as on this program, uh, my first girlfriend named Jennifer, she lives in Mokina. Really? Yeah. How so, about that? That's a coincidence. Near the uh, White Castle? I cannot. I, I've not been there. We've okay. uh, we broke it. We've broken up. <laughs> I, yeah, it was, maybe it was the number in her yeah. name. <laughs> I've been with Danielle for twenty four, twenty five years. Wow. Just our twenty fifth anniversary. Ninety eight. Yeah, twenty five years. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Danielle. Thank you. Twenty five years together. Nineteen married. The Hardcastle. Uh, so twenty years next year married. So that'll be wow. uh, something rest. What are you going to do? Yeah. That you're going to say, yeah, is what you're going to do? It's going to be one of those where it's like, well, we, it's 20th. We probably should do something. But what do we do? And then like, well, we always do things. We enjoy each other's company. And we'll probably just go out to dinner and do something nice. And my son, probably bring my son along because that's what we do. We're nice family. You should do something overly elaborate. Like go to the Northern Lights oh. or something like that. I like that. See the Northern Lights. Because evidently, have you all seen the Northern Lights? I have not. I have not. I have a terrible story about it. Oh, uh, I was uh, camping with my family when I was a, a, a teenager, and um, we went. We were in Montana, mm-hmm. and uh, we rode up by horseback into the mountains and uh, camped out, and uh, went to sleep one night. Woke up in the morning, and my mom and stepdad said, "Hey, we saw the Northern Lights last night. Uh, you missed it." 
And I was like, yeah, yeah, I missed it because you didn't wake me up. <laughs> Why didn't they wake you? I don't know. I, to this day, I'm baffled. I, I'm like... The whole reason uh, you're there. Yeah, well, we didn't we didn't explicitly go out to see them, but I sure would have liked to have seen them. Oh, dude. I, I don't think anyone knew that, like, there was no talk of it ahead of time. It was just like, it just happened. They saw them and it was like, oh, it was incredible. And I was like, I, yeah, I bet it was. We did. You wait, you. Why did you tell me this a month ago so that when your mother was here, I could have yelled at her on your behalf? Because that is that's unacceptable. It's insane. Yeah. Toddy, his mother's name is Toddy. Okay. Toddy, what the what the f? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Now on on their side of it, I could see being an adult in a relationship with another adult, a romantic relationship, saying let's uh, let's enjoy these. This uh, is very romantic. Yeah, maybe there was maybe they were naked. I don't know. You think they banged around? Uh, I don't know. I don't think that is that. I mean, it's certainly feasible in town. I don't know if it's comfortable. Oh, yeah. And do the northern lights make you want to do that? <laughs> maybe, maybe they have a is magical that, power. I don't know. Yeah, I know the southern nights make uh, Glenn Campbell very excited. <laughs> southern nights. I like Glenn Campbell. I met him at Conan as well. Are there southern lights? I just I never thought no, about this is southern nights. I no, I know, uh, but I'm, but that made me think. Are there also northern I mean, lights in the so- uh, southern there, hemisphere? There should be, but I think probably you wouldn't think about it too much because the, even though that's where the landmass is nobody lives there hmm. nobody lives in the hmm. south the tip of south america i mean i guess that would oh, be the down closest there, i see like tierra del fuego or something yeah. like that uh the southern lights aurora <laughs> australis illuminate oh. the night sky with flickering shades of green blue purple and red where, oh, does it say where they can be seen from? Australia. There you go. Australia. And are easily slept through <laughs> <laughs> as well. Yeah, I'm surprised the ooing and eyeing didn't wake me up, honestly. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah, like some uh, people go to the Northern Lights <laughs> explicitly to do that. Right. And don't get to see them. Right. They right? go out to look and they yeah, they just are not lucky enough to yeah. be in oh, the like we're, like well, we're going to have the greatest eclipse of all time and it's the uh, too cloudy and you can't see it. Right. Yeah. But right. here here's what's fascinating is that they went out of their way to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they probably shouldn't have mentioned it. If they just yeah. not mentioned it, it had to be their own private enjoyment. I mean, I must have been such an asshole as a teenager that they were <laughs> they just like, you, they, I don't even want to deal with him Do you think you right were now. cynical at the time? You, you, uh, you're well, a cynical maybe, prick now. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, a, I was a surly teen, for sure. But you would have enjoyed that. I would have loved to have seen it. I mean, I don't know what I said at the moment. Uh, I don't think I was like... I don't need to see those. Yeah. So wait, you <laughs> rode a horse to the wilds of Montana. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> this... This uh, this thing that makes you realize what it's like to be human or how insignificant you are, mm-hmm. and they let you miss it. Yeah, they actually they now, like now that you say that it's uh, they should have just they they probably should hey you know Matt really needs to know how insignificant he is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wake him up. It could have been a good parenting moment. <laughs> yeah, but how insignificant are you if somebody doesn't tell you <laughs> yeah. that the Northern Lights are going? <laughs> Northern Lights. Jason Benetti is here. That's my resetting. I sing some Glenn Campbell. I always sing Glenn Campbell to reset. You, know, <laughs> you do. Always have. I do that for the time and score when I'm doing radio in a basketball <laughs> game. Instead of telling people it's 32-30 Arkansas, I sing Glenn Campbell. And how does that go over? It's a great reset. Well, they love it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's working here. I will, uh, you know, <laughs> like a rhinestone cowboy. Jason Benetti is here. Dun, dun. I go right into it. Uh, then I go into the Jimmy Webb era. There's a lot of Campbell. Uh, Jason, I asked you this the last time you are here. I'm going to ask you again. Uh, the dating scenario, anything happening there? Do you have, do you have, we're do you we're have, diving right into that. Do you have time for it? You're, you're I, on, when you're not doing the White Sox, you're doing a college game, you're doing the Olympics, you're doing, are you doing the uh, ultimate football or whatever the hell that is? Uh, the USFL. You doing that? I did two of those games. See? They asked me uh-huh. to. Uh, there's somebody had a vacation or an illness or a vacation illness or something like that. <laughs> All right. And they, um, 
you know, so I did a what couple of What two teams were playing? I love the team names for those. It was uh, the New Orleans Breakers, uh-huh. which I think was from season three of Coach. <laughs> and <laughs> the Philadelphia Stars. Didn't he? He, he coached like the Orlando Breakers, Did he do the I Breakers? Think. Yeah. Uh, oh, is Hayden this a, I don't, yeah. Fox. Oh, wow. Was his Hayden name? Fox was his name. Uh, Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. Yeah. Jerry Van Dyke was also involved. I, uh, Pam, right. Comedian Pam Stone was on there for a short period of time. Is that right? Very tall blonde woman. And what was the tall... Uh, Norwegian looking guys. Oh, what was that character's so name? So he was Booth. Dauber. 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 Thank you. But I don't remember the actor. Yeah, I don't either. Oh, if you gave but, me the initials, I could what? pull the, it. The actor did reappear on How I Met Your Mother playing uh, whose father? You can name the actor. You don't have to name the character. I, I don't think I can name an actor from that. Kaylee Cuoco? No, she was on <laughs> Big Bang. No. I don't know. I don't know who's on that. It's Jason Siegel. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, in the in the story of that show, he was from Minnesota, and so like uh, he was the you know he's like six four. Mm. He was like the shrimp of his family. All his brothers and everyone else was like humongous, and so that guy was his dad. Mm. Oh, good to see him working again. Yeah, and I in my head, I like to think it was the same character from Coach too. <laughs> yeah, Dauber. Dauber uh, retired. What's the actor's initials, Garen? B F. B F. No. No, I cannot pull it. Goodrich. <laughs> I was going to guess Brian Fellows, but that's a uh, yeah, that's a no. character from uh, Safari Planet. What do we got? Bill. 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 Uh, uh, Feldstrom. Bill Fel, Fel, Felgrum. Felder. Felm. No. What, what is? It's are you Fagerbach? Yeah, Bill Fagerbach. <laughs> okay, you can't say yeah, yeah after he gave you three quarters of the yes, name. Yes, I can. You still fumbled it. I I, listen, I'm going through a tough time emotionally and physically. You know that. Okay, Have you ever that. heard the word Foggerbach before in your life? Before uh, today? just reading the just reading the coach. Uh, oh yeah, the IMDb page. Yeah, just what? Yeah, I I never heard it said out loud other than when I try to pronounce it. When I right, you know, I love the show Coach. That's I love, what I you love, meant. Is it? It's not Nanette Febre. It's Shelly Fabre. Shelly Fabre. Who sang Johnny Angel? Johnny Angel. Right? Well, I can't. Well, I can't. It turns <laughs> out. Uh, did you, wait, yes, yeah, she did. And I believe I met her on a J. Keith Van Stratton game show at Acme. I believe she was the yeah. uh, the mystery guest when he was doing uh, What's My Line. Oh, wow. I believe it was Shelly Fabre. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. How about that? So there's a story. I got I got another story. Uh, it's about Coach. If you're if you're if you're ready for it, <laughs> wow! This is not my uh, my delinquent parents who didn't show me the Northern Lights. The other side, my dad and stepmom. So my stepmom used to work for Universal, and uh, her job was uh, going around the world finding TV shows that might be good if they turned them into American TV shows. Okay, and Coach was a sitcom from Germany about a soccer coach. And she brought that to Universal and said, hey, I think this that was her. She yeah, she found coach. So we have her to thank for coach. Really? Yeah, that's her story. Hilarious. (laughs) Well, one one could argue you could find a show. You could think of a show about a coach. Yeah. Every day. It's almost like you didn't even need to pay those people. Yeah. You don't have to go to Germany (laughs) to find a coach. Yeah. It's like it's reverse Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yeah. But even less so, because it's not like it was a German guy coaching American football. It was just an American guy coaching American football, right? right. Ted less so? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. There's the punch. Listen to the White Sox broadcast, folks. That's the type of thing you're going to get over there. It's, uh, Sometimes. They're great. When you're allowed. <laughs> if it's allowed, yeah. When the game allows it. Uh, Sometimes we just do impressions of Droopy Dog, and we just try <laughs> to, I'm sad. <laughs> it's raining, and it's four to one. <laughs> 
Uh, how is Steve Stone's droopy dog? Is it all right? Uh, it's constant. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's not nice. That's, uh, that's fair. No, he uh, he's always in a very uh, biting, hilarious mood. Sure. You know. 75 years old? How old is 75, 76? 76, 70, 76 in July. Yeah. There's, What's his birthday? Uh, it is July, uh, right around the All-Star break. Oh, I so want to say the 14th, 14th, something like that. Luke, he and Lucas Giolito and Robin Ventura all share the same birthday. Interesting. So yeah. Steve Stone, great broadcaster, great Cy Young winner. winner. Cy Young winner. Uh, Giolito could have won a Cy Young one year, but was beat out by somebody, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the worst manager in uh, White Sox history, Robin Ventura. Uh, so Aww. that's me talking. I, uh, no, I heard you. Phenom- <laughs> I was looking at you. Phenomenal third baseman. Love him as a third baseman. Loved him as a player. Him yeah. afraid that whole era. Loved him. Yeah. Loved him. Yeah. Did not like him as a manager. You think he's the worst manager in White Sox history? Well, of my era. Okay. Even worse than Terry Bevington. Benning- Bevington. Wow, Bevington. Yeah. yeah. That, I, I think that, that one people might dispute. I said it and I will stand behind it. Wow. Do you often stand behind things you say? <laughs> they come out of your mouth, and then you just sort of homer back into the, <laughs> yeah, into into the, the brush. Lundarts. Ventura. Nope. Lundarts. That's all I can do. Lundarts. I can't do it. Lundarts is really good. It's not a bad one. No. Happened at a uh, TJ Maxx. There were some Lundarts there, and I said to Oliver, and I don't watch The Simpsons. I don't know The Simpsons, but I went, I go, look at that, Oliver. And I probably was just saying it, and he's like, Dad, that sounds like, all right, just take a look at Lundarts. <laughs> and we laughed, Oliver and I did. It's really good. We laughed, thank you. And I really, at the time when you told us the story, I thought that Homer may have said Lundarts at some point in the 30-year history of that show. But now I'm thinking he probably hasn't. It just it seems kind of unlikely. I think 30, he had to have said it at some point. I feel like someone would have emailed us by now and be like, yep, it it was uh, season You're 23, right episode 10. That is something you are right about. But so now what we need to do, and we know people who write, or we know at least one person who writes on Family Guy, but we need to find someone who writes on The Simpsons and get them to write that into an episode. Oh, oh yeah. well, I know Conan O'Brien, so why don't I have Conan O'Brien talk to somebody over there? Okay. He was on the picket line with The Simpsons folks. Sure. He, yeah, he worked there 20-something uh, years ago. Yeah, so he's got a connection there mm-hmm. to the camera. <laughs> and um, the... Uh, Jason, let me ask you a question. Completely off topic again. Sure. Going back. That's what I'm here for. ESPN is doing the the game tonight, so that means you have the night off. Yeah. So what do you do on a night off? Do you go out and see the sights? Are you going to go to the Tina Turner musical? What do you do? <laughs> is that available? It is available. Well, it's no longer available, right? Those tickets are no longer available. We had, uh, we had some tickets. Two hours Why ago, would we you had su- tickets. Why would you suggest that? Okay? <laughs> well, I came here for advice tickets. on tourism, <laughs> and then I got some. I got really attached to it. I glommed. And uh, yeah, now it's gone. Okay. Uh, I bet you get them on the secondary market. You could probably, or just get, go up to the box office. Maybe box office. Yeah. I'm hurt, actually. I'm just, I'm hurt. You got by USFL the bait and money. Switch. You could go and buy these tickets. <laughs> With what, the uh, uh, showboats. Are you a musical guy? I, I Yeah. And then we'll get back to what, yeah. you're, uh, what you're doing tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm actually going to the game tonight. You're going to go to the game on your night off. Yeah, so a couple friends of mine uh, are Sox fans, and they're coming to the game. Oh, that's and great! Gordon Beckham and I are going to go sit in the crowd, and I you're going to sit what. in the crowd. We are. We have. I have not done that for a White Sox game in years and years and years. So, wow, that's fun. Yeah. Do you have good seats? I think so. I put them in through the White Sox, so okay. I hope so they're good like, seats. Yeah. The last time you guys got me seats, no, thank you. Yeah, they were bad. No, they weren't. I'm kidding. They were. They oh, were, really? They were club seats. They were fantastic. Oh, okay. They were, remember the time he said he was gonna, you were gonna go to a game with him, 
And uh, now here's a situation oh. where he's going to a game. And in my face tells me. In your town. I got some friends that are White Sox fans. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, Matt, oh do thing, you, Matt. Jason? <laughs> Matt, I thought Matt and I had a pretty good rapport <laughs> and relationship. And I sort of got like the connection. I thought we'd had that a few times I've been in here. Sure. And I feel like I've just been subverted. I, well, I just, I'm just democracy. curious. I mean, I don't know if there's extenuating circumstances. I, I don't disagree with you, Matt. But You're taking a flight tomorrow. So maybe there's a. I am not going to the games tonight because we are flying first thing in the morning mm-hmm. uh, going to Chicago where I will be at the I will be at the game Monday with my uh, son and father to be clear had yeah. you said last night hey I'm going to when you texted me and said you were in the ballpark and you said hey I'm going to go to the game tonight yeah. and tomorrow as well I would have said oh I'm planning to be there why don't we all sit together what, uh, uh, wonderful that yeah. is, so you're blaming me for this not happening <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brought to you by Backtracking. <laughs> Good save. I did tell Jason what section I was in if he wanted to play Where's Pardo in the crowd. If you wanted to try to find me, uh, it would have been very easy. Did you have a red and white striped shirt on? I, I did not. That would have been not. great. I had, uh, I had a White Sox t-shirt on underneath my, uh, my uh, very light jacket that did not do the job. How many layers are necessary for outdoors at Dodger State? I think I would. I could have. I could have done with at least minimum one more. <laughs> one more. Yeah, it yeah. was. I was not layered up enough. Mm. It was very. It was cold. Mm. It was. It was chilly. It was chilly. It was chilly. Uh, and then the the teams the, the game certainly did not warm me up. Uh, <laughs> all right. Sad. So wait. Let's go back. Now you you. <laughs> You uh, you skirted the question with your droopy dog business. <laughs> are you or are you dating at the moment? You're not. I'm not. You're not. Not currently. You don't have time. I, I'm I'm a bad I'm a bad friend. First of all, I well, miss things. We learned that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Things are things get sticky up there, don't they? They sort of cling mm-hmm. to different receptors and then they just stay, huh? I guess Is that I'm, what happens I, up there? I guess I'm going to have to go through Len Casper. I think that's what <laughs> needs to happen. I'll get you tickets. <laughs> Len? Yeah. It's a little Len and it's a little um, Muppet. Yeah, it, it was a Muppet Len. It was so, a Muppet Len. Len and I were at Len Casper, the radio guy for the White Sox. Uh, we were at dinner with a couple people the other day, and he was talking about this one call uh, where Eloy Jimenez of the White Sox has like a game-winning RBI, and I say like, because his catchphrase is, hi, mom. Eloy always waves the camera and says, hi, mom. I was like, hi, mom. See you later. And I just listed like seven different things. <laughs> and so Len enjoys making fun of me for that. Len had a call. I was gone doing another game. And the Sox beat the Orioles. And the Orioles right fielder's name is Anthony Santander. And the ball went flying to the wall, past him. And Len was like, over the head of Santander. And we do that all the time in breaks. <laughs> White Sox TV. Yes. Yeah. And so. <laughs> you know that they try if you notice we do like a news and notes thing sometimes mm-hmm. the, what's going on around the league every time Anthony Santander shows up when there's any chance that he could show up they put him in there yes to try to make me laugh or say Santander <laughs> and Len knows you do this yeah he does now <laughs> uh, he is good friends uh, with my with uh, my friend dog uh, they are in the same band, Sonic Forty Five. Sonic Forty Five, which is uh, I've talked about on the air. It's infuriating to me. First of all, Len's a handsome guy. Secondly, he's a great broadcaster. Yep. Why is he allowed to be a good musician and songwriter? It's infuriating. You think he should be bad at it? I think he should be bad at one of the things he does. Yeah, I agree. 
That's a wide I don't think that's fair, though. Yeah. Yeah. What's that, Lynn? I don't think that's fair. Uh, What about that baseball? Fair or foul? It's foul. (laughs) Over the head of? Santander. That's a good Lynn Casper. Sounds like maybe he isn't good at that one thing. (laughs) No, he's very good. He's just got a, he's got like this bouncy. I love it. It's like uh, the Tigger of cadences. (laughs) You know, like it just keeps hopping. Well, the fact that you, uh, it's like some, some, some noises are sort of just like addictive and you hear it and you want to repeat it. Like he has a voice like that. That makes, he's good at his job. Everyone wants to sound like that. That's why I, that's why I like the sports center voiceover guy that I did because it's just one of those voices that like sounds. Let's hear it. Brought to you by... Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And that guy kind of invented that. He did. Like, no one else talked like that until he did it. He did. That's great. Have I mentioned to you the bit that we do on White Sox TV? Like, they'll hit me and talk back. And they, they like uh, giving me very Americana-driven sponsored items mm-hmm. for that guy to do. Oh, so you do it as him, yeah. Have we talked about that? We have, but I, I will not Please. stop you from doing no, it. No, no, I don't. I can't no, no, get no. enough of I it. I thought we did a couple years ago. Yeah, but so it was a couple we'll years ago. We, no, we have a whole new again. audience. No, we lost a Give us some new ones. Should we no, give you it's some? like the... Brought to you by Red Lobster, Lucky Charms, and Crusted Salmon. <laughs> Only at Red Lobster. You know, Why are you defeated that you told us the story before? Because I thought I did. And when I brought it up, I was like... Oh, maybe I haven't. But we I, don't remember anything. Yeah, I, I remember told the same I story so sixteen much. times. <laughs> really? Once a year, I'll tell the same story, and that seems low. That's very low. Really? Yes. See, I don't. I always get frustrated with myself when I do that because it feels like I have nothing. Then not everybody. You got new listeners every single night. Really? Yes, you do. You think we do on White Sox telecast? Well, not anymore. You have no listeners at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the team is. Uh, that was although, a good hearty setup. Yeah. Uh, but I'm watching. Uh, there was within the last week we were only three and a half games out of first place. I yes. believe now we're back to five and a half. Yeah, it's, um, it's a good five and a half now. But we're but it's a, it's it's a I think it's an insurmountable five and a half. But uh, it doesn't sound so bad to me. They're, they're ten games under five hundred. But the five and a half out. I know. And they <laughs> that's the eternal debate that we're having. That's here. what it is, this is. Of, of this team. It's infuriating. And, and White Sox Twitter feels that Jim Margolis and those guys. I like those guys. Josh uh, Nelson. Nelson. Josh Nelson. I like those, I like those they guys. They do a good job. And by the way, The Athletic. Do you read The Athletic? They just fired the best fucking guy. Pardon my language. It's terrible. No, use the language. James Fagan. James right? Fagan is Fagan. one of the greatest baseball writers in this country. And they just laid him off. He is so good at working the clubhouse and getting unique information and finding stuff. I, I, it's it's really irritating that they why did, lay do, him Do we know why? Just restructuring and the number of clicks, right? Like the White Sox have not been that alluring nationally. But you still need so, somebody to... I agree. I agree. He's I think really good. He's really, really good. And he, you should actually have him on. Just I, to, I would love to have him Because he's on. hilarious. He's a very soft-spoken guy, but he's he's hilarious. I welcome a and Jimmy Fagan on here. Yeah, yeah. Love him. It's sad. It's yeah, I was me. furious when I saw that news yesterday because it was. I read something that was cryptic. Like his his post was on Twitter was cryptic, and I was like, "Does that mean he was let go?" And then Jim Margolis and somebody else pointed out that uh, that he was let go. Like, uh, and oh, it was Chuck Garfine. Chuck. Uh, yeah. He pointed out like, how do you get rid of the best journalist in baseball? Yeah, he's phenomenal. Um, uh, it's sad. I, I do we uh, should we have like a course on how to monetize stuff? <laughs> how to monetize good things i feel like that's all of society right now it's mm-hmm. like we're monetizing all the wrong stuff yeah i agree with that 
So how do we do it? How do we fix this? I don't know. Anyone? We haven't figured it out in 16 years. <laughs> you haven't? No, we're the, we, we, we brag about how bad of businessmen men we are. We're not, we're not good at business part, the business part of this. Or that sentence. <laughs> we're not, several things we're not good at. Uh, I also like the, the guy, you probably, you had to love this. Uh, I believe his name is Rob Coletti. Is that his name? The yeah. guy that uh, did the, did you ever listen to that? That 17 oh minute rant? They mm. let him go. He called into a radio station, the score, I believe. Yeah, or, uh, ESPN 1000. ESPN yep. 1000. He called in. And he initially says, he goes, look, I, you know, I'm a smart guy. I'm not what. And then he rants for 17 minutes. And usually those guys, you, they leave him on because he's a crackpot. Mm-hmm. But this drop is smart and sharp. And every point he made was articulate. And it was the it was like, that's what I would say. That's what I would say. I wouldn't even be able to say it that much. And I'm a professional broadcaster. It was wonderful. Do you know that? Have you had the opportunity to meet that gentleman? Uh, funny enough. Oh, oh, is he one of the guys tonight? No, <laughs> no. Okay. No. Whoa, whoa. There, there, there was like sort of one of those uh, dragon as final boss of Nintendo game looks in your eyes there. And uh, sorry, the princess is in another castle. So. Uh, uh, I was doing a speaking engagement like a month ago. Whenever that happened, Len and I listened to it on the way back from the airport, and we were laughing our tails off because right. it was the most Chicago thing. You know, like we work for the team, so like you can't love it, love it, but like it was hilarious. Yeah. So I do a speaking engagement. I come out, and I have a text from a friend of mine who was writing a story about this, and he texted me, How was Almost Famous on Broadway? And I said, How do you know? I had gone to see Almost Famous in December. On Broadway, I said, "How do you know?" And he sent me a picture of Rob and I taking a selfie in New York, and I didn't know at that point that it was Rob. You didn't know that, that was did Berwin, the rant. Rob, whatever his name right. is, right? I so I just knew him as my friend Rob, who I met through a mutual friend <laughs> who's a Sox fan, and got me tickets to see Almost Famous, and then we met for the first time and had a beer. I find out that the guy I just had a beer with had the most epic White Sox Great. rant in history, and I was like, well, knowing how things go, I'll probably get fired in a day and a half, <laughs> even though I had literally nothing right, to do right, with right, it right. at all. Uh, but Rob is a really good guy. He played um, Lester Bangs in Almost Famous oh, on Broadway. Cool. Oh, wow. Wait, Rob did? Rob Coletti. So he's, he's an a, actor. He's a professional oh, he's Broadway a, performer. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's a, he's on Broadway. Oh, that's and he's a White Sox fan. And he's a White Sox fan. Who refuses to follow me back on Twitter, by the way. Is that right? Uh, uh, I'm going to text him. Text him, because it, it infuriates me, because I believe, uh, after that rant, I followed him. He yeah. is a great, he's a great follow on Twitter, and he tweets. I'm always amazed when White Sox fans tweet the right things. You know, so, and he's on the right, and you telling me he's a Broadway guy. Explains all of that. Yeah, he's, that's that's fantastic. Yes, and he's he's doing. You text some other him projects. immediately and tell him to follow me. Uh, you want me to do it right now? You can do it in the break. Wait, there isn't another break. There isn't. Yeah, so right now. You want me to do it right now? <laughs> no. I got it. All right, yeah. take care of that. Hold, please. Enjoy the music while you hold. Uh, Wish you would step back from the land, my friend. I was, I was hoping for Barry Mendel. I thought some Barry Mendel would come back. Yeah. Ties with all the lines. This one's good too. Who's this? Living. Third Eye Blind. And. It's about suicide. You want to see Fallout Boy over the, uh, at your stadium? No. Oh. I thought you went to everything in that stadium. I've never been to anything but soccer in that stadium. I'm just talking over. <laughs> All right. It's, uh, it's, I, I just texted him, follow Jimmy Pardo on Twitter. It's tough to do while you're singing. Yeah, right I line. thought you did a great job. <laughs> I shouldn't have done the bit. I should have just texted him. Uh, no, the bit was good. You do? Yeah, we're doing a show. That's always, when I say, like, hang on a sec, I do the enjoy the music while you hold, and like half the time it's Jumper, which is weird. Is that the name of that song? That's the name of that song, yeah. yeah. 
I, I uh, if you if you watched uh, the real world Seattle, I believe they uh, the the gang of of that season, they made a an anti suicide uh, PSA. That was one of their job. I think this is when they started having jobs on the real world. It's like it's too boring for them to just sit around in a house. So they like made them get a job at some radio station. Or something. But they made a PSA using that song because it's kind of like a it's about someone who's suicidal and. Oh. Uh, yeah, do you remember that? Oh, jump jumper, jumper. Jumper. the radio st- the D- the edge. Yes, the edge. That's where they they were. I don't even know. They weren't DJs or anything. They I don't know what they like were doing. Interns. There was too many of them. It's like, do they really yeah. want seven people all of a sudden to be working at the radio station? <laughs> their parties. Yeah, I don't know. We got we got one extra in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfair yeah. to Garen. Oh, I thought you were talking about Elliot. Oh no, we need him. That's true. Yeah. We need him. I am the and we need him. skin tag of we, Never Enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you know an Abbott Skelding piece of art is coming. Now, yes. now he needs one of those marquee boards behind yeah, his head. Just the so we can... Skin tag. I love it. That's that might wow. be better than just a pile of laundry on a chair. Yeah. Although that's still a that's nice so turn of phrase. That's yeah. a nice turn that's... of phrase. What did Coletti say? Who's Jimmy Pardo? I've not gotten. And if a it did, please lie to me. Yet. No, he's he hasn't I, responded yet. He's probably like acting or something. If he's a Broadway guy and and a White Sox fan, I, we welcome him on this program. Absolutely, you should have him on. We welcome Rob. And how was Almost Famous? Just a it was very good. Cool. It, it it did not have a long run no. at all, which is sad. Yeah. yeah. But it, I think it's really hard to do that movie again in a different like a different right. you ex- everybody expects all the the hits at that point right mm-hmm. and like everybody expects to have the lines that they expect I just, it's got to be hard but yeah it's uh yeah it was it was really fun to see though and rob was great that's a great cool. that's exciting that's great new news about this guy who i already loved on twitter mm-hmm. now i love that he's a broadway performer and he uh, uh he's gonna be on the show i love everything on this guy. <laughs> well, slow this guy's the best <laughs> He'll definitely be on the show. He would love you guys. Of course he would. He's a Broadway guy. Those guys, will, they're, 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 they look for the spotlight any chance they get. <laughs> no, and he adores skin tags. <laughs> wow. And he will love it in this room. We got a huge one. Uh, what is your favorite? Maybe we talked about this before. What's your favorite musical? My favorite musical? Uh, so it's it's tough. It's, sure. You have to do categories, right? I feel like. All right, go um, ahead. All right, list all of the categories. <laughs> yeah, go through them all. So you the one, oddly enough, the one that's closest to my heart, because we played it in band, and it was like the first ever thing I narrated as a PA announcer that the band was playing is Ragtime. Mm-hmm. Have you all seen Ragtime? Not in a long time. Brian Stokes Mitchell, Audra McDonald, pretty young in their careers, uh, about a black man in America and all the plight that he deals with. So, you know, it's every day of the year i feel like <laughs> uh but it's um it, fantastic lay is obviously uh you obviously. know classic all that I, stuff it's top five for where me. are we on dear evan hansen oh, oh it's contentious it's very split in this room really very split songs are fantastic the yeah. story is horrible I, I get that. I totally get that. I, I don't even, I, I won't even go that far. I, really? I liked, I liked it. Like, Matt, Matt loved I, it. I think I probably would feel the same way Garen does if I revisited it, but it was one of those shows that I heard the cast recording before I saw it. And same. I just loved the songs. So by the time I went to see it, it was just like going to a concert of a band you like. It was like, oh, here are all the songs I like. And then the story, which I tried very hard to not find out what, it, what the story was really before I saw it. I was like, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. And I was just I was just caught up in the emotion of it. I just I liked that. But Same. Yeah. The I love performance the story. is the thing yeah. to me. It, like Ben Platt was I thought amazing. I did not and get to see him do it. That, but, oh, yeah. th- but that's like 
that was what I got enraptured by. Sure. And the story is, I, I could see why people would say the story is absolutely weird. But the mm. fact that you knew to say, where are we at with Dear Evan Hansen? <laughs> like, you've had this conversation before. Well, I've seen it. Like, I've seen the literature on it. And I, just, like, <laughs> sure. I have pamphlets. Yeah. Uh, people really turned on it after the, you know, it, yes. was, it was popular. And it. I like when a show brings in a new audience, too. Like, that's interesting when, like, teenagers are suddenly interested in a new Broadway show. It's kind of cool. Um, that's the next generation of people who will keep going to shows for the next yes. 50 years, hopefully. So, Did Zoe like it? Um, Too young, maybe? She, li- she was really, again, she was really into the music. And then by the time she, we didn't, we didn't take her to it when it was first out because she was very young when it was. Right. At the Amundsen? Yeah. But then she did see it the second time it came to L.A., and I think by then she was a little bit jaded on the whole story. You know, kids now, I think, see it as like, this guy's kind of uh, a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah. And I don't, I didn't, I didn't take it that way when I first saw it, but I understand the argument. Did you see the movie? No. And then she saw the movie and that's when she completely was like, zero. I've heard the movie. Yeah, the movie's zero. And he, and he, as great as he is, he's miscast because he's too old. Right. Yeah. You can't, you can't 45 years old. Right. You know, it's not Greece, <laughs> you know, where we allow Stockard Channing to play a high schooler. Yeah. Ben Platt. So the the Stockard Channing, there are worse things I could do, gets weirder when you realize her age. Yes. <laughs> at the time. I still love it, though. I uh, Here's my, my view on Greece is this, Jason. I, I think the stage production is shit, and I love the movie. I'm with you. I agree. Uh, have we seen Come From Away? Yes. yes. Love, love it. Love Come From Away. Love it. Yeah. Love it. What are you, where are you at? It sounds like you're avoiding uh, Lloyd Webber. You're not a fan of Lloyd Webber. Oh, no. I um, Here's the problem that I have okay. with Andrew Lloyd Webber is that it's so much of an earworm, one of his shows. I can probably sing you 95% of the words from Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat Could you right now. pick another show, please? <laughs> you don't like that coats. is That is not one of my favorite Lloyd Webbers. We had the cassette tape. When I was a kid. Yes. And we would drive on a road trip. We went to Baltimore, Philadelphia, and Toronto to go see baseball games. You and your family? Yes. It's super cute. Your family loved baseball? They did. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, they don't anymore because their son's calling it. They (laughs) They, they watch the Cubs. They they get MLB TV to check in on the Brewers. Uh, So we had the cassette tape, and I basically memorized the show. Yeah. Which is not really a skill that translates very well to adulthood uh, i just we're making a living doing it yeah, here we're, so we're, uh we, we we that's all we do is see found a way. but you don't even like like you guys are making a living doing it and you don't even like joseph so <laughs> I, where is this gonna play yeah that's, that's red point. and yellow and green and brown and scarlet and black and ochre and peach and ruby and olive and violet and fawn and lilac and gold and chocolate and mauve and You've just described the Crimson rainbow cone. Yeah, it's like right. you just like rainbow colored things. No, that's exactly. <laughs> cones? That's exactly Dream right. coats, Co- whatever it is. Yeah. Dream <laughs> cones. <laughs> Dream cones. Dream cones. Don't tell me because I, I want to get, did you, you saw it in Chicago or at Broadway? Chicago. And you saw it with uh, Donny Osmond? I did. You did. Uh-huh. And it was great? It was great. Um, Mike Hall, White Sox fan, works for Big Ten Network, was on the ESPN reality show Dream Job. A yeah, good yeah, yeah. friend, a really good announcer, very funny guy, used to be in Second City in Chicago, also was the guy who brought like a cob of corn to Donny Osmond on stage. Oh, yeah? He was in like a child choir, okay. and so he was the corn boy who walked out with an ear of corn and handed it to Donny Osmond. 
Love it. Yeah. Love Mike Hall. Mike Hall. Okay. Yeah. Mike Hall. Mike Hall works for Big Ten Network. That, that just brought to mind, uh, have you been in New York since Shucked opened? Have you seen Shucked? Uh, do you know what shucked is? <laughs> I, t- I think that's what happens to a corn cob. Like, that's right. I, what yes. is it? There's a musical about corn now. Really? Yeah, and it it was nominated for a Tony, and and like it just seems so. I mean, I I know you could make something great out of anything, really, but. Uh, like nobody 10 years ago or 20 years ago no one thought like that Alexander Hamilton would make a good musical but but corn <laughs> I don't know I, I love a musical about Jesus and I'm the, I'm not religious well, but that's a great story I mean you don't have to be religious to recognize that's a good story kinky boots I like that's, ki- a, that's a that's a not. story about boots if you just listen to the that's title a good point that's a good point who I is just, the next historical figure who deserves a musical I hope mm. Richard Nixon just just the first name that came to mind yeah for selfish reasons i'm gonna pick uh ulysses s grant's secretary of war uh whose name was uh, william belknap (laughs) okay (laughs) just i think he would be a good you know that's not happening well he was just spitballing he was uh, other ideas out there he was really he was very corrupt he i think he ended up up getting impeached oh Uh, there might be a story there i think there's a story there yeah you think there's more there than nixon no nixon but actually there is a story (laughs) sure what about Vlad the Impaler, the musical? <laughs> you want to go that far with it? Oh, wow. No vampire stuff, just Vlad the Impaler. Right, just Vlad the Impaler. All right. I'm, I'm with it. I mean, yeah. Who, who's, who's writing it? I, I saw I Sweeney to... Todd. So, I mean, yeah. I'll, see, I'll see this it's Vlad not far. Thing. Oh, you attended that tale? <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> That's a nice pull. It's a nice pull. That was just uh, back on Broadway, right? It's, it's on the, right now with Josh oh. Groban. Oh. Josh Groban as Sweeney Todd? I'm okay. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I'm torn on that because I've never seen it, so I really would love to see it. Uh, on Broadway, but I I don't care about him. But I've heard he's very good at it. So I went through a Groban phase, and then I I got out of it. And to be clear, you said Groban, right? <laughs> Josh Groban, a Groban phase, a Groban, not a Groban. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what's your Groban say, phase? Hey, don't isolate that. Just uh, <laughs> I'm the Bill O'Reilly of this program. <laughs> I uh, I saw Kelsey Grammer as Sweeney Todd. Oh, well, God. that's interesting. Really? How was that? That was uh, I liked it. Huh. I Hang liked on a it. second, Matt. Do your one impression. Oh, oh, I've I've fallen. <laughs> I, I, I'm quite hurt. <laughs> I'm quite hurt. That's not. He doesn't say any of those things. But that's the spirit of what happened. Oh, he doesn't. <laughs> no, I, I don't even think. I don't think he even says I've fallen. He's a, oh, oh. He just he just kind of makes noises. You've seen the clip, right? The, where where Kelsey Grammer is doing a presentation for Disney or something. And he's on a stage. He's walking around with a, a you know, a headset mic, and he's going, oh, yeah, and it uh, Cinderella. And then he he just walks right off the edge of the stage. <laughs> doesn't see it coming. He just takes a step, and boom, falls, you know, five feet. Really? And, uh, and but you can still hear him because he's still mic. And he goes, oh god, oh, I've fallen. That had hurts. <laughs> yeah, like, it's oh, horrible. Yeah. I've I mean, fallen off a stage, and it hurts. Right, and and this is a big drop. Yeah, it was horrible. But he, I mean, in some ways, you admire the fact that he. He handled it like a pro. Like he didn't, he didn't, but he did embarrass himself, I guess, on some level because he, his reaction was very funny. But he oh, didn't. Uh, I mean, it happens. He didn't panic or swear. Mm, right. Which I would certainly. But that would have been fun too, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> Can you play it, Garen? Because uh, it's going to be disappointing. Oh, uh, no, I don't want to play. I don't want okay, to play. Okay, don't play it. I like, I like your you like version, version of it. Oh. I do. Have we seen the, the, we've seen the grape woman, right? The woman who's stomping grapes. Yes. yes. And then she falls off the stage and she goes, ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. It's insane. <laughs> That's what you would expect Kelsey Grammer to do when he falls off a stage because it's it's an insane uh, accident. Yeah. That woman, that's normal. It's funny because yes. it's crazy, but it is, that's the normal reaction to falling well, like that. That's the same with the John Sterling that we talked about. John Sterling getting hit in the face with a baseball. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he just went right back to broadcasting, like, professional. Ow, oh, ow, ow, (laughs) ow. And the one one to the Mayhew. And you're like, how? Oh, you just got beaned in the face. I got hit in the minors with a a foul ball. Wait, what? Is that what you call your testicles? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Guys, I uh, have to say, back in the minors, got hit with a foul ball. Okay. Uh, I need some work on my minors. And uh, sure. Jimmy was going through a sure. Groban phase. <laughs> uh, oh, don't say Groban the Miners. Do not. <laughs> Fuck, I just did. <laughs> what an idiot. Ouch. The you dumbest hate, man alive. You hate to see it. You really do hate to see it. Uh, I got smoked. There was a foul ball. It was, um, there's this guy, he's a catcher. His name was Sebastian Valle. He took a swing, and I was like, swing at a foul ball Pff, off of me. Oh. Right? It hit the micro. I was using a stick mic like okay. this one. And it hit the microphone, kind of pushed the microphone aside like a turnstile, and then hit me in the chest. Wow. All right, so, so it deflected. So it got a little something. Got a little something, and then got an even little or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the guy who was on deck, Mark T, and former White Sox great. Uh, Third baseman. Yeah, took off his hat and tipped his cap to me okay. uh, on the on-deck circle, and then laughed his ass off. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Did it hurt Did it hurt a little bit? Yeah, it hurt a lot, Pitt. Okay. <laughs> I got hit in the chest. I have no muscles. Right. Anywhere. And so I got hit... You know, in the chest, and I yeah. was like, "Thank you know, thank goodness it wasn't one of those like it hits you when you're it's in the middle of like a heartbeat." You've heard like that happened to a lacrosse player once. He got hit with a ball like in the wrong time of yeah. a heartbeat, and he passed away. Oh no! Oh, no, so, yeah, what? like that was an actual real thing that happened. So you know, I, I got hurt a little bit, and it was fine. Sorry so to bring now, it down. Now imagine if that hit you in the face. Yeah. That's John Sterling, 80, oh, 82 oh. years old? How old is John Sterling, 82? He's something like that. He's a he's very old. Yeah. Crazy. You know John Sterling. He's the guy that does the... Uh, the Yankees win. The Yankees yeah. win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Another broad. Wait, here comes the judge. Whatever the shit he does. All rise. That's it. Here comes the judge. Yeah, you can, he's uh, he's got a Hawk Harrelson vibe to him where you either love him or, love him or hate him. You just... But he has catchphrases for every person's home runs. <laughs> yes. And he, he does not care how <laughs> off the wall they are, and I love it. Yes. Like... Harrison Bader, he'll be like, swing at a drive, deep left field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Harrison Bader, a two-run homer, and I'm just wild about Harry. (laughs) 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 But he has this moment where it's like hard stop, measure over railroad tracks, song. (laughs) <laughs> and then he's like, it's 2 nothing Yankees, right out of the song. And it's phenomenal. Love it. There yeah. were a lot of other ways uh, a call with a guy named Bader could have gone, and I'm just glad it, it went the way you used it. Yeah, no, right, 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 right. Yeah. He does workshop those, right? Doesn't he? Like, at his home, he thinks of what, what it's going to be, right? I mean, you got to imagine. When it comes to home runs, he's the master. Bader. <laughs> for two. For, for two. Yankees lead. I am your father, Darth Bader. <laughs> Not See? a bad one. I like that. Not I think one. I think you all should workshop home run calls for me <laughs> okay. while you watch oh. Sox games, which you all do, I know, religiously, and uh, send them along. We were, we were messing around with some uh, the other day on the plane. Uh, give me some examples. Like uh, Len Casper said something about, like, Yohan Moncada homers and he's like yo yo ma yolo tango you know right sort of thing love it all i suggested the uh you know for yasmani grandal the yes man testifying right sort of thing (laughs) why don't you do any of that because you can't have fun yeah it's a little zany it's It's a little little spoofy a little too fun who's uh who's leading the team in home runs 
Um, Luis Robert Jr. is center fielder. Jake okay. Berger is in second place, which okay. is just ripe for so much you can so do with many it. things. And that's a delicious Jake Burger. <laughs> Again, we're workshopping. Yeah, yeah. we're workshopping. Yeah. Any, no, no bad ideas. No, except no, for that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're all good. Uh, what would you want, Jimmy, if you were to have homered in a White Sox oh uniform? Boy, what would you want question. me to, to say? Uh, I, I don't know. You, I'm a, First of all, you're Jim Pardo if you're a baseball player. Oh, I think I'm Jim Pardo yeah, as a yeah, ball player. James Pardo. Jim Pardo uh, Jr. I'm oh, Jim, Jim oh, Pardo I'm Jr. Jim, yeah. I like it. Now to play, I might even have to go James. James Pardo Now to play James Pardo Jr. I think Jim Pardo Jr. sounds better. You do? Yeah, the James part on that. So the S. The junior never. The junior always hits my ear wrong if it's not with James. Oh, okay. I like uh, James R. Pardo Jr. James, I think it had to be James. Uh, I'd have to be that dick. I'm yeah. James R. Pardo Jr. What would it say on the back of your jersey? <laughs> R. Pardo Jr. R. Pardo Jr. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but is his name Ronald? Then nope. No. Nope. That's no. his middle initial. Why yeah. is it on his jersey? We don't know, honey. Just enjoy your hot dog, and we'll be home soon. That's me yelling at a woman mad about uniforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what I would want you to say. I did. What, wait, I came up with one once. <laughs> well, because of our show, if you cross, oh, yeah. please if you, give me one. If you cross universes and imagine a world where we had done this podcast for years and then you became a home run <laughs> slugger for the White Sox, okay. yeah. Yeah. then it would have to be something along. You would have to pull from the. Uh, <laughs> we had this ridiculous thing happen in the early days of our podcast uh, where uh, a friend of Jimmy's oh, that's, was uh, right. wor- his brother worked for a, a radio station in Miami. I think it was. Is that what it was? He, he basically he cut promos for like radio and he said, hey, I, I can cut a promo for Never Not Funny if, if that's something that interests you guys. And so we're like, oh, that's sounds great. I'd be the, cool. the premise was a, a guy listened to a, a producer here in town, loved our show. And said, "Let." And this is in the very early days of podcasting, where it really looked like podcasting wasn't going to be a thing. Yeah. And so he's like, "You guys should be on radio." I'm gonna, yeah. In fact, I have a connection in radio. I will get you a um, a call check, best of to shop around a radio station, so you guys can get a job bringing this show to do morning radio or afternoon radio somewhere. Yep. Yeah. So then, right? So so this is, we're like, cool, that's awesome, and we start picking clips from the show to like put on this thing, and then he sends us the little intro thing back and it's like uh jimmy pardo what's up homeboy oh i'm so high on weed <laughs> like this is this it was crazy what's up player they, they, it's like they didn't even ask who these are guys these are a couple guys. of potheads <laughs> yeah right they, like, they had no, like they, nothing no. with our show <laughs> at all it was so crazy yeah so anyway i i would love if you hit a home run into the jimmy pardo out of the park what's up homeboy yeah i would i welcome that that would be great i welcome. you know i do that every night on stage when i do uh when i do the ropers joke and uh, oh, you do? and I go, that's a Jimmy Pardo classic. Just just a Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then upwards of nine people in the audience enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Benetti's here, speaking to people enjoying things. Benetti's the best at the in the game. There are great broadcasters out there, but the White Sox are currently lucky enough to have one of the best. And I say that as a White Sox fan. Was that a reset without Glenn Campbell? Yeah, I screwed it up. (laughs) Like, all right, Jason Benetti is here. Uh, I also think the radio, I I think Glenn Casper's terrific, too. I think we are, I am very blessed with my squad uh, that I get to uh, listen to uh, those two broadcasters. Uh, And uh, there are other good ones. I enjoy the uh, the Cleveland uh, radio guys are good. 
Tom Hamilton. I think he's terrific. Yeah, every uh, every game he comes on the air and he says, and we're underway from Carnegie and Ontario. <laughs> it's the most Midwestern statement this yeah. side of. What are you doing that for? Eh, something to do. <laughs> <laughs> something, to do. Yeah, something to do. I don't know about that, Jim. Uh, I also like the, uh, the the Detroit guys. Radio guys are good. Dan Dickerson. I'm doing all this just to hear his impressions, by the way. That's yeah. the whole reason I'm doing it. I don't do a whole lot of mm. other announcer impression what about uh what about rex hudler you certainly could do a rex hudler rex hudler is a crazy person yes and i love him dearly oh my god i texted you you made me laugh i told it on the show remember that Mm -hmm. do you remember this uh you guys you were playing kansas city yeah and you uh, showed rex hudler in the booth and you uh you said, now we know that Rex buys his, uh, buys his wardrobe at the aquarium. Yeah, that's right. He had, <laughs> that, blue, shit. He had that blue sport coat on. Rex will come into our booth. Um, he was like a 10-year Major League veteran, uh, utility infielder, really sweet guy. And he'll come into the booth and he'll be like, hey, guys, uh, how you doing? Uh, if... Uh, if we can't win, I hope you guys do. Thank <laughs> you, Rex. All the time. But it's and like, not for humor. No, no. It's like Does it he... started as a joke, and now it's just like his catchphrase. Oh, boy. <laughs> Does he think it's soccer? Hey, like there could I, be a draw at the end? Yeah. I hope uh, if we can't win, I uh, hope you guys do. And it's so sincere and earnest. You have to be like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you Rex. Probably one that. will happen. Certainly. <laughs> yeah, you would think. I was on the phone at the, I was at the airport once. I forget where, making the connection somewhere when I was on the airport. I was on the phone with Mike Schmidt, for another, mm-hmm. not the ball player. Okay. Uh, a former cast member of this show, Mike Schmidt. I was on the phone with him talking, probably making a fantasy baseball trade. Mm-hmm. And we're talking. I go, holy shit, Rex Hunter's walking past me right now. And I go, what's going on, Rex? And he goes, hut, hut. <laughs> really? Gives it, yells out his nickname. Hut, hut. <laughs> And I, and I said, Schmidt, did you hear that? He goes, dude, did he? And you know how Mike gets, dude, he just, he just nicknamed you? He just dropped a nickname on you? But his own nickname. His own nickname. Hud, hud. On you. On or, or, or there was a chance he was playing quarterback <laughs> and he was trying to get the snap at yeah. A26. Yes. Yeah. Hud, hud. Making the move through. Uh, oh, suddenly OJ's running through the terminal. Oh my God, it's sir, happening. He's a murderer. Please yeah. don't bring that up on this program. He did a lot of other good things, though. When I say other movies. good things, because the murder was also yeah, good. Was also good no, yeah. <laughs> Nordberg was really yeah. the height of it. Sure, I think. Uh, Have we watched the American Gladiators documentary? No. Oh, I didn't know there was didn't one. Didn't know there was one. Hit oh, it. Oh boy. I heard the song on the way in today. The real one. Talk talk. Oh, you did. Isn't that weird? May or may not make an appearance in upcoming Jimmy's Records and Tapes. Oh. Or did you do uh, songs named after the band that yeah. did them? No, oh, nice. I, I don't like to spoil the uh, record name, yeah. but I did uh, a top five songs that bands that have a song named after them. Yeah. That was a listener suggestion. It was, was it a not? listener suggestion. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, all right. Tell us about this uh, documentary. Phenomenally interesting. Where does it live? ESPN Plus, like the ESPN app. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two-parter. Uh, they interview the co-creator of American Gladiators, and there's some sorted, like, did he create it himself or was somebody else involved? They don't get Nitro. Nitro won't do it. Zap <laughs> won't do it. There was a schism. Some Gladiators went with Zap and Nitro. Some went with, you know, Gemini and Saber, mm-hmm. right? They're very much in the documentary. A lot of conversation about how they built all the games and things like that. But there's a whole... Uh, 
there's a whole sad backstory about how it all started oh. and who got cut out of it. It actually it started in Erie, Pennsylvania with union workers, like iron workers. They used to just like fight each other at picnics. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Seriously, that's how American Holy Gladiators shit. got started. Damn. And it's on ESPN Plus. Yeah, yeah. Will it ever go somewhere else so I can see it? So it's it's on like the app. Do you have the app? Do you have, I do not uh, have a smartphone of any kind? I do have a smartphone. Okay. And and you're saying I could put this app on my phone? You would think so. Okay. And you just search American Gladiators, and then the music comes up. Wait, so it's it's also free of charge? I think I think so. I don't think you have to have ESPN Plus for that. I think you can just get it with the app. Oh, well, and then you just watch ads, probably. Yeah, then you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to. You know what? I'm taking your. That I mentioned flight to Chicago oh, there tomorrow. You go. Nice. I, maybe I'll watch it on the plane instead of talking to my son. <laughs> maybe I'll do that. And the cats in the cradle and the sip. But Dad, I'm right here. Still going to sing it, son. <laughs> Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me. And you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. It's, like you used to talk about, you know, journey and kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know. And I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yeah. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's a, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah well, as much uh, as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something and then Matt responds. And it's very, very, never not funny. Very brand. organic. Uh, we both turn into James Austin Johnson doing <laughs> Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. <laughs> Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look, we haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and That's they right. do. Yes. And... Uh Look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, if that was your 
your passion. It's not mine. No, it's, I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. <laughs> Obviously, we all know that. Okay, I just want to make from, sure. From longtime listeners, know that you love the. I opera. want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it. So. Just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Uh, you know what time it is. It's yeah. time to... Sit, the letter game, starting with the letter, the letter game. Hope my guess is better. You start with the letter and end with the name. It's the never not funny. Letter game. Sits across like Right into it. Yeah. Right into it, right? Like that uh, dead mouse or whatever his name is. Did I get that right? Dead mouse? Mm, Garrett sucks. Uh, Jason Benetti's checking his phone. I can only assume it's Rob Coletti. No, he hasn't. Te- I was checking. Who is Jimmy Pardo? He hasn't texted back. Maybe I've already been followed. Let's, you know what? Maybe he's already done it. Oh, Let's you think check. he wouldn't even write back? Just gonna, he's just going to go right ahead and do it. Ooh. No questions asked. Bad news, guys. The doctor has not responded to approve a refill. Oh. How many have you asked for? No, just just the fentanyl. And, uh, <laughs> my doctor is not responding. Probably because he probably doesn't want to give it to me again. Hmm. Right? Once was enough. I'm still here. It didn't work. Uh, wait, what am I looking up? I'm going to Twitter. And uh, how, does it still work the same way? Like, if I go to my followers, will it tell me, like, the most recent? Yeah, it should. Okay. Boy, oh, boy, that number just keeps dropping. <laughs> uh, no, my most recent follower is Stupid Johnny. Hmm. Um, do you know him? No. Are you him? <laughs> no, I'm Jimmy. But But some people have burners. I'm not a burner. Nor do I have one. <laughs> Did you hear about that NBA referee? No. Uh, now I'm just doing like random current events, no, I guess, is what I'm here but for. But we, walk, we walk it. it. We were just talking about it on the team bus yesterday. Uh, the This NBA official created the burner account and then was tweeting at people who were criticizing him from the burner account. Oh, and the it? NBA figured it out. Oh, and it was very sad. sad. So I just wondered if you were no. stupid Johnny and stupid Billy and no. <laughs> like silly Janie. And uh, can I tell you who my second follower is? Please. Uh, the second most recent. Uh, and this seems legit. Uh, this is Bella K6514643939. Uh, best girls wait here, hotsexy.com. Mm. I mean. She goes by the name of Anna. Makes sense. That, make, that, well, that totally tracks with that screen right. name. And I, Sajak's retiring, so. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to click on her profile at some point and see what Anna's don't. I don't know that I would. Not in the current Twitter environment where they may not protect you from. <laughs> oh, from uh, viruses <laughs> and mean, such? I have, I have no proof of that, but it seems likely. Hmm. I'm going to guess, and uh, this is unfair, but I'm going to guess that Bella Anna does have a virus. I'm going to guess that she does. <laughs> 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 based on what's happening over there. Wow. I hope she's an avid listener of the show. What if she yeah. is? <laughs> hey, I'm Bella Ann, and I think you guys are the best, and you bad about you. Yeah, okay. Well, maybe change your, uh, you know, wah, handle. Garen. Sir. How's it going? Going great. All right. Yeah. Right? We just saw you Monday, so not yeah. much has happened since then. I saw a terrific movie last night. What'd you see, friend? I went to the Academy Museum Ooh. Uh, and saw All the President's Men. Which is a phenomenal movie. It's the first time I've seen it. Oh, you first time? First and you time. saw it on a big screen? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That's wonderful. They, first of all, since I've been there, they've got that big 
round thing in the back. Yeah. Which I've been telling people left and right that that's where George Lucas's museum's going to go. Yes. It is not. There's a gigantic, amazing theater in there. Oh, you go in there oh. and watch the movie. Yeah. The screen's huge. At the, the at sounds the incredible. Academy Museum. Yeah. Ten bucks. That's all it cost? Oh. Wow. And did any, did like Robert Redford show up? No, some film critic introduced it. Pass. His name, I forgot. <laughs> but there is a potential celebrity sighting. Oh, Jason. Oh. This is exciting. You're here for a celebrity sighting. So you're not sure. I'm not sure. You're not sure. My friend Eric is 100% sure. Good enough for me. That's good enough for me. Good enough for the show. Jason, here's the premise. It's basically like 20 questions. We try to figure out what celebrity he saw. Love it. That's it. Love it. Every game we do here is stupid. (laughs) Is that why? Stupid Johnny. Stupid Johnny, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If I may. Stupid Johnny. Oh, is more than there's one a S. lot of S's. Okay. Yeah, oh. there's a lot of S's. That oh. wasn't just me lisping. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of S's. You're having health troubles. I don't know what's going on with your mouth. <laughs> you know, are you any, having mouth issues? On, every, on any given day, we don't know what part of my body is going to be a problem. Oh, I'm wearing glasses for the first time today. Not for the first time. I wore them 20 something years ago. Then I had LASIK. Yeah, but it's back because I had a uh, a side effect from a medical thing that I'm going through has uh, made my made me temporarily my myopic myopic. That's the word you're using. Oh, right? so you can't. <laughs> You can't see the big picture of anything. <laughs> that is correct. You just drill I'm really just right, hard down on specifics. I'm right in on the movie Breaking Away. That's I'm just <laughs> all in on it. That's all I can think about. You're, you're going to watch the American Gladiators documentary 12 times, aren't you? <laughs> I very well may. Have you watched The Curious Case of Natalia Grace yet? No. Uh, that is over there on the, uh, the Max. Oh, it is? And that's just banana times. That is, is just. I, I, I'm not going to tell you. It was, it's a true story. It was all in the news not that long ago. Yeah. Uh, but you should uh, watch it. I uh, okay, it's uh, it's banana time. I will. I'll do it. I think it's six episodes. Okay, but it's uh, do they say mention that there's another like a sequel coming? That has not been mentioned. Okay, because there is. You mean like a competing one, like they did for uh, the the, uh, the Spitfire uh, thing? As far as I understand, Fire Festival. It, Fire Festival. Thank you. No, no. As far as I understand, it is the, all the same people. Oh, it's the same production company. Yes, but it's it focuses on. One person particularly. Somebody the, speaks. I the wife does? The wife finally speaks? I, I don't want to spoil it. For she, did, she did not speak at all in this uh, because she said, uh, uh, the, the response, they told us this, uh, when, when reached for comments, she said, your your uh, your network's whack. Oh, <laughs> oh she likes HBO Max better than Max. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she doesn't like the name change. Uh, all right, Garen, uh, I'll start out. Is it an actor? This person has acted. Where did you see this person? They were in the audience. Oh, they were. I, I, okay. I forgot the premise. They have acted, but have they also sung? No. Have they hosted television shows? I, no. Stand-up comedy? No. News person? No. Athlete? No. Were they, Are they the famous? Lead in a, uh, the lead in a show or, no. or a cameo? Not supporting. So what are they known for? That we, Is it an influencer? Are they a wrestler? No. Are they a professional wrestler? No. And not an influencer. John Cena. Not an <laughs> Not an influencer in in the way we would say. It. How I'm about sure they've influenced many many people. How about political figure? No. Is this a, like we all know who this person is? is. This a man? I, it's a man. All, it is a man. And we would all go a news person. No, he said no, no to that. Person. Not a okay. I'm but sorry. we could I don't actor, to things. musician. No, nope. we said that. I said singer. That's actor, musician, other kind of broadcaster, like on radio or something. No. What about a sports broadcaster? No. <laughs> no, none of those exist. Or are famous. One. <laughs> One huge job you guys have not mentioned. Uh, Politics? In, in show business? In show business. In show. A, dire- a director. He is a director. Oh, a director. Oh, there we go. Quentin Tarantino. Who has acted a kid. No. Not, I would no, it's not. That ticks the boxes. Is it is it, it, it does. Kevin Alfred Smith? Hitchcock. It is not Kevin Smith. Okay. 
Uh, who would go you see all go the up a generation? Up a generation. Okay. Yeah. Is, now, you saw this person at this particular film where you're like, oh, of course they're interested in this film. This makes sense with their oeuvre. Uh, no. Is, is the guy who did Twin Peaks? David Lynch. David Lynch? No. He's acted once, I believe. But he said no in an interesting the, way. The other guy who co-created Twin Peaks is Lucas Giolito, White Sox pitcher's uncle. Oh. <laughs> Mark Frost. Is it Mark Frost? No. <laughs> uh, how about that guy with the, with the pencil-thin mustache? Oh, John Waters? John Waters, John Waters yeah. No. No, that's a good I <clears throat> asked friend of the show, Ted Sullivan, was there also. Yes. And I said, Eric thinks that blah, blah is here. And he's like, well, that tracks. That makes sense. That says tracks, hi, says Ted. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. I wouldn't, or I wouldn't be surprised or something like that. Okay. So this guy's is like in his 50s? No. Are they known by he's three old. names or two? Two names. Okay. Two names. Two. 60s. Who does that exclude for you? Uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And it's not Robert Redford, who we know is both a We know he wasn't there. If it was, I think it was Coppola. He would have come in with an erection. He would have been <laughs> so excited. Um, By the way, Robert Redford is so fucking good in that movie. Yeah. They're both great in that it's, movie. It's... They're great in everything, by the way. Yeah. I can't believe it's been this long, took me this long to actually see it, because it's... I'm jealous you saw it on a big screen, dude. I'm off completely off top, not really, but they're doing concert films run there. Yes. I would, if you want to see them, I think uh, Monterey Pop, I think Woodstock, Sounds of Soul. Oh, that's Summer of Soul. Summer of Soul is great. Soul, yeah. yeah, a lot that's, of... That's Questlove's thing. A lot of yep. things. Yeah. Taxi that's, Driver next week. Like, I don't know if I can sit there for three hours to watch. I, I, You know, I love the Woodstock documentary. I, yeah. I love it. It might be my favorite documentary of all time, but I don't think I can sit through three hours in a movie theater. Hmm. You know, not, not at the Academy. There, is, was there popping corn? No. Yeah, Can't see? food in there. <laughs> I got to have, have my sticky snacks, man. The seats are really stiff, but I, they are very comfortable. I can't Which is weird. Seats. Like, there's no mm. rocking or anything like yeah. that, but... It's a really well. They'll be rocking theater. during the Woodstock. <laughs> oh, hey, now. hey! Tell you that. That's fun with words. It that's all fun. that was. That was pure fun. Now, is this, did this person's directorial career begin in the eighties? I believe it's pre-eighties. James L. Brooks, seventies. I believe the seventies. Okay. Did you not hear James L. Brooks? It is not James L. Brooks. Who's somebody, somebody who has acted? They have acted. And I just Jason, kept, you're the king of pop culture. If this came up came up in the booth, you would have rattled it off already. Yeah, I don't mm. really like being eviscerated by the host of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's this, not helping my creative you, process. You misunderstood. I was complimenting how quick you are in the booth. You mis- you took that as a negative. Yeah, that well, that's the headspace I'm in right now. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, it's a little melancholy oh, over here. Boy. I got another guess. Was it Peter Bogdanovich? No. Oh, that's right, a good guess. Those I'm just, glasses from across the room. <laughs> I'm just going to get this out of my head. Clint Eastwood. It's not Clint Eastwood. Could you imagine? No. Yeah, I think he's acted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking Remember that part of this? Yeah, no, that's why, that's why I couched it the way I did. I know, but it's, you heard him. He said he has acted. Yeah. So it's a guy who's shown up in a couple of lines. Was it Hitchcock? <laughs> no. He no, shows up in those Hitchcock. films. Yeah. Was it Scorsese? Oh, he's nope. Scorsese? No. Nope. This guy is huge. is considered a legend. He's on that level? He's, he's a legend. Legendary in director. genres, he would be considered he's, a Oh, is it a horror genre guy? Level. John Carpenter he does a lot of horror. Does a lot of horror. No, no. If it was John, Carpenter, oh, you'd be there still. I would kissing be arrested him. trying to sell my script to him. Was he involved in Jurassic Park? That's no. a fair question. Oh, same that's thing. interesting. If it was Steven Spielberg, we would be in the same situation. Jonathan Demme. No. Landis. No. no Kennesaw no, no, Mountain no, no. Landis, the former baseball commissioner. <laughs> I'm asking. I'm trying to cover all the bases. Okay. Literally. Oh, I'm assuming Jason you. was going for uh, for that. Uh, was he? Uh, Nature documentarian who is in Jurassic Park by getting the right guy. Oh, Attenborough. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. That that's actually a good David name. Attenborough. Oh, is that what you meant? He was just a question on a trivia thing that I do. So what do you mean trivia? Yes thing you do? No. What does that mean? You ever heard of Learned League? No. 
It's like this invite only trivia shenanigan thing that, that I got invited to a couple of seasons oh, ago. It's that's online not, and that's not Jim Newman, is it? Does he have no, with that? No, I don't think so. I think uh, it's the guy a, that does it is based in Seattle. This is a Seattle based guy, Elliot. <laughs> right, but you know that Jim Newman does that thing. Now that I know it's Seattle. I know it's not yeah. it, but there's that thing that Jim Newman sends out the emails about. Yeah, that's just once a year out of. That's a Stevens Point specific. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stevens Point, thing. Wisconsin. Yeah, that's really? where Jim's from, and they have a yearly trivia thing where it's like the whole town basically shuts down and plays trivia for a weekend. Really? Yeah. Why don't <laughs> I, I live there? Think, though. Yeah, you would love it. I will. You know Jim Newman. Jim Newman produces Go Fact Yourself, that show that you. Oh, he did. does. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. that's Jim. I didn't put it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great guy. That sucks. Of Directed me. my one man show twenty something years ago. Jesus, were is you fun. the one man? Sally, I was not. <laughs> okay, I said <laughs> some other part guy. Of show, but I'm gonna let somebody else do it. I had Paul Reiser do it, and it was great. Great reviews. Oh my god, great. Jason, idea. this is always fun trivia on this program. I did it uh, night one, opening night of my one man show was on September 10th, 2001. Wow. The second night had to be delayed. I can never remember why. <laughs> How'd the first one go though? Because that good. was the most memorable experience from that week for all of us. It was. Here's how good it went. It went. Uh, it was that one was great. There's no stopping us now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yes, there is. Yes, there is. Nobody wants to laugh for three, minimum three weeks. All right, back to this director. Business. Yeah, I'm um, still so racking my brain for horror directors. Jason, this, this Learned League Learned League thing, does it have a, uh, does it have like a tryout level or something that you could do? Because I feel like somebody invited me to that. Right. Uh, and, and I failed. Well, when you get invited and you get, you can stay for as long as you want, but you're just in like the lowest you know, division or whatever. Okay. You have to be in the top four to graduate ahead. And, yeah, and I never did that. And you're, are yeah. you in the top? No, no. Well, oh, you're not. No, it's actually much harder than regular people trivia. <laughs> yeah. And I have never like been one of those people who studied for Jeopardy or anything. So I get beat sometimes. Mm-hmm. I think you do. I think based on what, what I see in the booth, I think you would do well on Jeopardy. I think you, you know, you know a lot and you, you know things. Even my wife was like, he's too young to know that. <laughs> like you, you should not know like the third character's actor's name on Three's Company. Like, uh, you shouldn't know Richard Klein. Yeah, Richard, you know, the Regal Beagle. Yeah. Right? Isn't that where they went? <laughs> that yeah. is, uh, there's a movie theater near here called The Regal that we say, we ask him if he goes, do you go to The Regal Beagle? Oh, is that right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, here's a fun story about Richard Klein. You remember Richard Klein? He played Larry. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, comedian John Bizarre lived in the same apartment or condo complex as him. And uh, so you say, uh, we're both throwing our trash into the dumpster. And you say, are you Richard, uh, Richard Klein? And I'll be Richard Klein. You ready? Hey, are you Richard Klein? In the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the smile was really good, Come on. Good how too. do you not? That's great. That's... I, I don't know anything about Richard Klein, but I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it Joe Dante? Oh, that's a, not. No, that's, that's a terrible guess. guess. It's not Joe Dante, though. No. All, right. All right. So some Mike Nichols, Nichols has something. passed. Mike Nichols, we've lost. I'll give yeah. you a clue. He's Canadian. Speaking of Mike Nichols, my wife and uh, son oh. last night watched Catch Twenty Two. Oh wow! Nice. How was that? Uh, uh, it's Oliver's favorite book. Yeah. And it, uh, as always, it just doesn't live like up. You can't yeah. translate that book to a movie. I feel like you're like doing he... infinite jests. Yeah, or uh, Confederacy of Dunces. Like they they yeah. keep trying to make that into. Something there's really no way to make that into yeah. too many time shifts and all that, right? Isn't yeah? He, I've uh, got the answer. Oh, you do, David Cronenberg. David Cronenberg. Oh, it nice. was David wow. Cronenberg. Good for you, Matt. Nice. Congratulations, Canadian. Matt just on the celebrity sighting. All right, so that song had nothing to do with just happened, but it felt I felt it needed a sting. Nice button. I need one sting over here. I need one little yeah. Uh, like fields of gold or <laughs> <laughs> yes 
I am, I'm just fascinated by the pull of that's the Sting song that you chose. And I, I'm literally, I was speechless for a half a second. And I got lost. I literally stared into your eyes uh, with admiration. Well, one of them. Well, that's your call, not mine. We had a, uh, in AAA, we had a reliever named Hassan Pena. And he was terrible at the time. And so Kevin Brown, my broadcast partner, who now is the voice of the Baltimore Orioles. Former Dodger great. Not not the Dodger Kevin Brown. Oh. A different one. My apologies. No, it's okay. Uh, he's 34 or Is something like that. Yeah. He, so he we did games together in AAA. He's now the voice of the Orioles. Great. We created a parody song to the tune of uh, King of Pain called King of Pena. <laughs> and it started out, uh, there's a little black spot on his E-R-A. Right? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and and then it was it's the same old thing mm-hmm. as yesterday, and then it's you know home runs and all. Yeah, that's it. That's well, the right. end of it. Okay, that's the kind of joy you could have had if you were in AAA with uh, Kevin and Jason. Uh, also, a morning radio team, Kevin and Jason. Huh? Hmm, whatever. <laughs> Darren, what's your guess as far as an actress whose first name begins with the letter K? Uh, I'm gonna take a swing. Yeah, with Christy McNichol. Christy McNichol, who we know uh, on record, my first crush. Yeah, huge crush on her. My first crush. Sent her a fan letter. She's to this day not responded. Oh boy. My I told this before. My grandmother was friend. My grandmother's friend moved to California and lived in what I only assume. What's the apartment where the kids live with their parents? The Oakwoods. The Oakwoods. I can only assume it was the Oakwoods. Mm -hmm. Lived there (laughs) next door to Christy McNichol and her mother, and they all became friends. And then this woman came to visit and said, oh, write her a letter. I'll give it. To, I'll hand it to her personally. And that's what happened. And uh, I didn't. I, I just, you know, you're a kid and you don't. It's like, maybe we can be pen pals. And mm-hmm. just she doesn't want to talk to you, sir. She's in she's in show business. That's heartbreaking. Because <laughs> you had a, it's not like you just mailed it to her manager's office. Right. So you had an in. I had an in. You fucking blew it. <laughs> what did I write that turned her off? <laughs> what if nice. she's got it framed? It was her first fan letter she ever got. Hey, frame. you know what? Well, at least, you know, I mean, you know, Bob Newhart wrote me back. Maybe she did. Robert she Blake did wrote me back. I should have that framed. Yeah. Did you use Did you use ink or blood? <laughs> I used. I signed in blood. I you was did. ink for the letter, then I signed in blood. Yeah, I did the combo so that yeah, she knew I was serious. The combo. Uh, Jason, here's a fun fact. I wrote Robert Blake when Beretta was on, and he wrote me back and basically in the letter yelling at my parents for allowing me to stay up that late to watch the show. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know, he was kind of a loose wire. Like he was clearly. But uh, <laughs> you still the, have the letter? I do. That's I letter, awesome. I have, the, I have the autograph picture. Let, uh, let the good times roll, Robert Blake. And uh, which was not a catchphrase. I don't know why he wrote that. It was not a Beretta catchphrase. Okay. Um, all right, well, that's a good guess. Christy McNichol will find out. There, there's some history there, so it's very much going to really be top of mind. Let's check in with, uh, now I can read it with my glasses, the horizontal awesome. monopoly, Elliot Hochberg. Uh, Elliot, anything quickly we could uh, share with Jason? Well, I, I do have a little thing. I uh, cannot stress the word quickly enough. Well, I, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get stale. Okay, uh, cool. So I, uh, as, as often the case, I was at Ross uh, on Monday after the show. Okay, you should know this, Jason. Our friend uh, Elliot here, uh, it, it, even during the COVID times, would only go one, uh, one place, and that was Ross Dress for Less. <laughs> Ross yep. Dress for Less. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not sure why. Okay. clean. Ross Dress <laughs> for Less. <laughs> 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 clean. <laughs> Look, my Ross Dress for Less. He's in, got two today. In Palms, California, oh. is they do a nice job. They do there. do a nice job, but yeah. it is, it's, it's usually a, a, an obstacle course of uh, clothing on the floor to get around to but look not, at the pantser. Not, not in the Palms with Ross Dress for I, Less. I recognize. All right. So you went for recreation 
I or mean, you went yeah. to shop for well, clothes or shop for clothes. They have a coffee shop in the back. They or? do not. They do not. <laughs> well, they don't. That's just the uh, employee break room. But if you go back there and just, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, we're friends. <laughs> hey, now. Elliot's back. Yep. Uh, so I'm, I'm in there, and there's uh, there's three uh, young men. Uh, yes. I would say mid twenties. Um, one of them's very tall. The other two are sort of normal height. Uh, and they're they're kind of looking around the store, but I notice them because they're like calling to each other across the racks. Okay. Uh, and then one guy gets on the phone. and He's like, "Yeah, I don't see any of those, but there's some there's some high tops here." Blah blah blah. And I don't really think anything of it except why are we hearing your conversation? Uh, when I get in line to go buy my purchases, including this shirt today, um, <laughs> nice they, side. They uh, <laughs> they they have all, all of the things that they've gathered, and they just walk out of the store. Oh. Hmm. And alarms go off. And they just keep going. And they just keep going. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you do that process in your head, like, should I do something? And I'm like, there's... You like, also walk out of the store with your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, great cover. You know what? Yeah. They're all looking at them. Yeah. yeah, but I go there all the time. Uh, and I wouldn't steal. But um, Oh, that's the reason. Yeah, yeah, the first reason, though, the I go there all the time was really the issue. It's my hangout. It's my peach I can't pit. lose my... It's my peach pit. <laughs> but, um, I mean, the thing is that these were these were able-bodied men. Like, you know, if you if they... And here's the thing. So then in retrospect, this guy was on the phone with somebody. They were selecting the items that they were going to steal. And they're also, it's one of those things where like they're making such a scene, you would never suspect them of stealing. Right. And so the the balls. The the balls. Does that rise to looting, by the way? I don't. Does that rise to looting? Because it's hmm. so brash. Yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. I I, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer either. I, I will say that, and I think this is correct. That the employees kind of they saw them do this and they kind of they did the same math in their head and they were like, yeah, what are we going to chase them down? And it's not yeah. worth getting shot over. A they don't get slacks. paid enough to. They don't get paid enough. Fight. And no like way. I say, there's three people and they and one of them not small. Gotcha. So like even and and the staff there, a lot of young ladies and like the 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 security guard, your height, Jimmy. And so like they're all of them are looking at this and going. It's this is this is not. It's a bad hire. <laughs> it's a, it's just it's a bad hire. Got to get on ZipRecruiter, I, guys. I went, I went the other way and thought, man, maybe I can get a job over there. <laughs> There's hope for me. After There's hope all. for me. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't mind saying, welcome to welcome to Ross. Welcome to Ross. That's really all they do. That's pretty much all they do. Well, it's now Ross dressed for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank nice. you for joining. On behalf, <laughs> don't even need to finish the game. Wrap it up. Yep. All right. I, I all right, so, my so what happens? So nobody does anything. Nobody does anything, and then and then like I almost thought like I would just I almost thought should I put down my stuff and follow them at a distance no. where they wouldn't notice me, but I didn't do that. Um, I of course was supportive of Batman. Why are you taking on the? I just crime. look. I'm the guy who feels like is there something that as a citizen I should do? Uh-huh. I'm that guy. Only one man <laughs> can save the Ross dress for less. <laughs> His name is Elliot. He's not the hero we need. He's the hero we deserve. But he decided against it. (laughs) He decided against it. Um, And then when I did leave, after I made my purchases, uh, they had taken some of the alarms off of some of the things and just left them there. They were still going. Yeah. Oh, boy. And then but then it was like five minutes or so. So then eventually the like as I was walking by and like looking for the alarms because I heard them and I wasn't sure what was going on. They then they died like they ran out of whatever battery Mm. they had after about five minutes. Hmm. Which is wow, which is interesting, interesting information. Yeah, 
Uh, nope. Do these the stuff there have those tags on them? Those sure. Th- okay. Yeah, like that's the, the why the magnetic plastic. Well, yeah, that's thing. why the alarm. Well, so that's why all these like the alarm in the store went off, mm-hmm. and then apparently some of the things they got, which I presume are more expensive items, they went had alarms they on them. Yeah. And though, if you if, to me if if you're looting at this level, I got to imagine you have that machine. You've to got take the machine. That off. Yeah. 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 And then what are they selling? Are they selling them at the uh, at the Santa Ana swap meet? I mean, that, I, mean I can that... I can say, but I'm imagining if you see a pair of high top shoes, I see, uh, I see them every on, day on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> uh, you know, it might uh, that I might like be where it's shoes. going. They're probably stealing things that have labels. Yeah, label stealing. Yeah, and reselling which, them. Which Ross has is. Gucci and some of that kind of yeah. stuff from time to time. They so. do. You're right. What's your letter guess? Uh, I'm going with Catherine Hepburn. By the way, you were right about that story getting stale. <laughs> it's unfair. By the way, that, that's not true. It's a just, good story. just so that you know in the future, that that story's evergreen. You could you could have told that story three months from now. Yeah, but it might have been stale for me to deliver. Yeah, but uh, I have a, I have that, I have a visceral excitement. You always deliver, baby. Oh, all right. Well, thank you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, he's full of shit. But, <laughs> but that was also quick. That was a good story. Yeah, it's a great story. Thank uh, you. Stop beating yourself up. All right. Wait. Yeah, let us do yeah. that. Yeah, it's our job. Garen, you're not so allowed fun. to. All right, what's your guess? Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn, the legend. Yep. All right, so wait, you go next. If you actually, say so, actually, I never. You got fourth I choice. I never really know. Yeah, I got skipped. No, I, I forget how this game goes. I've been a bad guest, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was third I think, when I walked in. I think Jason in. goes I think next. he's next. No, he's not. No, Why no, not? It goes that way for uh, tri- uh, trivia. No, the only time it makes a difference is when wh- wh- who's got the con. My apologies to you at this moment. Yes, Jason, you're correct. Hi. <laughs> I'm Jason. I'm well, hi, here. Jason. I'm here today to uh, be funny. We love you. <laughs> do I have time for a quick story? Yes. Is that a thing that we do yeah. here? Does everybody yeah. tell a story? So um, <laughs> this uh, this winter, I was doing uh, NBA alternate telecasts from Bill Walton's home in San Diego. Whoa! And so I would fly there uh, once a week and stay in the Grateful Dead room on Sunday night and then do the game Monday and then fly to a Big East basketball game on Tuesday. And it's everything that you would want in Bill Walton's house. It's got a lot of stuff that's psychedelic and it has like uh, (laughs) giant musical instruments that nobody else has. And it has uh, flora and fauna in the backyard that make you think like it's a little bit of an annex of the San Diego Zoo. (laughs) It's a very cool place. Um, but I was on my way out of there from San Diego to Newark one morning and we are on the plane and we're climbing, we're eight, 9,000 feet and I'm on, uh, I got my headphones on and I look up at the front as I'm listening to the Decemberists. So like very, very calm plane and then, uh, smoke fills the cabin. Oh no. And I was like, well, that. It's probably not ideal, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's some running around and there's some flight attendants, uh, you know, running from the back with a fire extinguisher. But, you know, you're thinking like, I I don't really know where the smoke is coming from. So the people that I was texting at the time, I basically said, hey, um, it's been great knowing you <laughs> sort of thing. And they were like, oh, it'll be OK. And I was like, well, actually, I don't know where the smoke's coming from. And it's pretty well filling. the. And as I'm typing this, I look and in the aisle, there is a waist high flame. What, oh, the, what no. the shit in the what cabin? The fuck? And this I was a, like, "This is a, a, a flight that you could take from O'Hare Airport." That's yeah, like, United, not uh, a chartered flight. No, it was a commercial, commercial flight. I was you. in like the fifth row, and two rows in front of me, there was a flame, like somebody set, you know, uh, dog shit on fire. What the right? Yes. And so they're trying to stomp it out. Flight attendant comes up with a fire extinguisher. They put it in one of those bags to help, like, ease the flames or whatever, and they put it out. But, you know, when you go to the gate and they say, please take your spare lithium batteries out of your check bags, if yes. you have check bags, 
that's why they do it because this guy had a spare lithium battery that spontaneously combusted on the plane in his carry-on thankfully it was in his carry-on because uh if it wasn't and it was underneath that would have been a major problem. Yeah. When I knew where the fire was, I was like, oh, we're, we're actually going to be okay as long as they put it out. Right. So we turn around and we go back to the uh, airport and all that. So I get on another plane like three hours later and I'm sitting next to this lady and she asked, it was like, it was like she was put on earth to try to get me to tell the story of what happened <laughs> earlier. She asked like six questions. Like, where were you? Why do you smell a little bit like smoke? Like, why do you smell like a deployed airbag? Have you been on another flight earlier? Possibly one that's in the news. She just kept asking. And I was like, I am not going to tell her. And she finally, like, she was, she was pretty housed. Actually. She was like 65 and drunk at midday and it was fun. So I finally said, yeah, you know, I was on this other flight and it got, you know, there was smoke and everything. And these guys in front of me turn around. They go, dude, you were on that plane. That's crazy. I was like, yeah. So we're taxiing and they're asking me a couple of questions. And this woman turns to me and she goes twice in the last six months. I was on a plane that was taxiing and somebody had to get off. I go, yeah, not the same. No. As what happened no. early. She was like trying to one-up me with a very pedestrian <laughs> thing. And I was like, what What the hell is wrong with right. you? She, she turned to me and gave me the most mundane shit ever. Yeah. And I was stuck with her for four and a half hours. She is a, she's like a best in show. She's like somebody who would watch best in show and not understand. Right. Right. She was, she's a dog breeder who was like, my husband has gotten really attached to these dogs, but they're not perfectly bred and so we can't take them to contests and i was like oh no <laughs> oh geez whatever will you do crazy ass and now those, she, those other sorry to interrupt but no, those other please. two flights was she the person that that's right that's right yeah everybody was it was the person sitting next to her right that was like is this like a bus do i pull the cord this is bullshit so she uh, she keeps telling me about these dogs that like she wants to get rid of, but the her how could how possibly could her husband love them so much if they're imperfect? And I was like, you, I think, actually are the worst person, of <laughs> dear woman. So yeah, that's how I almost died, and then that I really is, wanted to almost die later. Like in the movie Airplane, where you just set yourself on fire. <laughs> yeah, next to yeah. The that's right. Uh, that's right. That's right. Does uh, anybody here know Jive? That, that is bananas. So that lithium battery thing is you're you're you you said it though. If it was underneath, yeah, we're we're toast, right? Yeah, right, probably it just keeps burning until all the luggage is on fire right. and yeah. the whole plane goes down. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've never I've not experienced anything like that. It was it was one of those like on the news like the today show did it and whatnot how far away were you because i'm always curious about this like you returned back yeah you obviously were like closer to home than you were to your destination sounds like yeah we were still climbing so we were it happened that quickly yeah we were at like nine thousand feet up jeez on the way up oh so it, it happened like right away so we just spun around the flight attendants actually all got taken to the hospital for smoke inhalation and there a couple of us were like coughing because it was so they said, hey, if anybody wants to get checked out. So a few of us got checked out. And this is the way this stuff works. And I didn't really know it. But we got checked out. And they, like, took pulse and, you know, vitals, whatever. And then I said, they said, you're good. And I said, okay. And they said, do you want us to transport you to the hospital? And I said, no, you just said I'm good. Yeah. 
they marked it down that I was going home myself against medical advice. No, that's what? not what, that's not at all what you said. But that's what they do to absolve them of uh, any oh, issue. Yeah. And I did not know that. So when it's like I, I knew which one of the people I was in the news story. It was like four people were treated for smoke inhalation and three went home against medical advice. I was like, yeah, that's me. That's the me. scofflaw <laughs> of the fucking San Diego airport. Right. Wow. So, yeah. What a what did Bill Walton have to say about all that? <laughs> he, I didn't tell him for a week because he would have been like, you need to stay here with us. You're not going anywhere. Aww. The world is smiling upon you. <laughs> there are canaries. <laughs> He's the most wonderful person. You love him. In, I love him. Love the guy. Nice man. Down in San Diego. Crazy yeah. person. Love him. Uh, <laughs> uh, does it have to be the first name that starts with a K? Yes, sir. So it couldn't be like Kit, comma, Eartha. It cannot be. No. Okay. Nice try, buddy. I do I think mean, you're you often lose. thinking of Catwoman. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I do plan to lose. <laughs> Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Good guess. Was once married to Tom Cruise. That's true. Very famous actor. Mm-hmm. That's top of mind trivia you have about Katie Holmes. I think I got it right. Oh, all right. Because you knew that that very esoteric we, fact. So never no, I, that woman on the plane next to you knows that. No, she doesn't. I promise you she doesn't. She wants to kill her husband. <laughs> the the, dog the dogs over. are not perfect, dude. Yeah. By the way, let's not dismiss the use of she was uh, pretty well housed. Yeah. That's, what a wonderful turn of phrase that is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of that. I had not. I had not heard that. Yeah, she was. She was sauced. Sauced. Mm. Potted. <laughs> Pretty well housed. If you don't think I'm going to say that. Uh, once a day now for the rest of my life? Yeah, it's nice. You're wrong. You know, because my wife's pretty well housed. <laughs> oh, there's mom pretty well housed again. Yeah. You're going to have to go out of your way to find a way to use that because you don't have a lot of that in your life. There's no... I, I can do it from stage. I'm going to look this at this guy. guy. Oh, this guy's pretty well this housed. This guy oh, that's got housed. He's, yeah. He's a... Back when I was well housed. That's what you... You stole from Jason Manetti. Oh, damn it to hell. The show's ruined. Matt, what's your guess, sir? I think I'm going to go with Karen Black. Karen Black from the uh, Trilogy of Terror Made for television show <laughs> feels like a feels like wow. a Jimmy Pardo, you know, seventies era seventies person. Um, she was always great, or was she? I don't know. I'm she's, not sure I've ever seen her in anything. She's one of those that I think it's maybe she's so bad she's good, or she's just good. Wasn't she nominated for an Oscar? That's how good she is. <laughs> I don't know about like that. Give, in the meantime, give us the, give us the fans. Sure. Now this is not what you're trying to match. This is just the fans participating. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm going to go to uh, Twitter to see if this Coletti has followed me yet. Or if more, por- or if more porn stars have. <laughs> no, I'm still, uh, still with Super Johnny. Darren sucks. Uh, go ahead, give it to me. All right, number 10, Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. I sat next to her brother at a movie. We had a nice conversation. I've told yeah, that story sure. a dozen times. Uh, number nine, Kristen Stewart. Minimum. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, Kristen Stewart just From talked about her Third Rock from the Sun? No. Twilight. Yeah, who's uh, who am I thinking of? Kristen. Oh, is her name also Kristen? Yeah, it, it is. is. Kristen. What something. is her Kristen name? Johnson? Kristen, Kristen Johnson. Kristen Johnson. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, go right ahead. Number eight, Karen Allen. Karen Allen, who I also had a I crush on. I wanted to say 70s. that, but I was like, Karen Black feels more Jimmy than Karen Allen. That's yeah. In the in the world of Karens, Karen Allen was married to what comedian? Karen Byron Allen. Allen, the oh. Love Master, Craig Shoemaker. She was. Yeah. Oh wow. I know that. Yep. Weird. Go right ahead. The number seven, 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 Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Oh, yeah. She was definitely nominated for an award mm-hmm. for that misery. Maybe, I think maybe even won it. Yeah, I think she did. <laughs> uh, Karen Black was nominated for five BC pieces, by the way. Best supporting actor. Okay, so she, I have seen her. I've she's seen, maybe one of the best actors of all time. <laughs> <laughs> she did not win. 
course she didn't win. She's horrible. She <laughs> lost to Helen Hayes. The first lady of the theater, of course she did. Nobody had a chance against Helen Hayes. What was Helen Hayes in in the mid-70s? Airport. Okay. How could anybody from Airport be nominated? That thing's atrocious. Two of them were. I loved it. Who else was? Crazy. Uh, Maureen Stapleton. Maureen Stapleton's great and everything. Remember, it was the 70s. Six movies were released that year. Right. So it's not like today. You had an 80% chance of nominating. You had a good chance of getting nominated back then. I grew up in a different era. No, I didn't. I was born. You, You know what I meant. Go ahead. <laughs> Number six, my guest, Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn, the, the legendary. They called her Kate. Call me Kate. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Martin Short. <laughs> uh, number, I believe, five is where I'm at. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Oh. Going through from some Third Rock cultures. from the Sun. Is no, <laughs> not even the same name, sir. Go ahead. Uh, number four, Kathleen Turner. Kathleen Turner, who is uh, I just told you she showed up somewhere. Oh, and the uh, Kaminsky method. Oh, that would have been a good pull because yeah, you were just talking about her a week ago. Uh, I think it's clear that I couldn't. I just tried to remember what show it was. That it, it, it is not her. So it's not her. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three, the only double K, and it's by Ross. If that matters to anybody, Karen Knightley. Karen Knightley. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, and number two, mm-hmm. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet from Titanic. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a big one. And yeah. number one. Yeah, from the fans. Host of whatever that show was where they did Encore. Encore? Oh, yeah. Oh, Kristen Bell. Kristen, Kristen Bell. Bell. Oh. I now, would, uh, she is from Third Rock and Sun. <laughs> <laughs> of the Sun? Third Rock. Third from rock, from, from the, sun. the Sun? Yeah. I said of the. Third, third Rock of the Sun. Third Rock of the Sun. That's new partoism. <laughs> yeah. What show did Jimmy refer to as Third Rock of the Sun? Too easy. <laughs> yeah. Too yeah. easy. Yeah. All right, here we go. You guys ready? Hold on. Garen was about uh, to. Yes, don't sir. hold out hope for a new season of that show, by the way, because I think that was part of their content dump. Yeah, they, it's it's leaving or it left maybe already. Yeah. Well, I thought you meant Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> that they, that yeah. you were breaking the news, they weren't hey. going to reboot it. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. <laughs> if you were getting excited about the new season of Third Rock from the Sun, wait. What do you don't mean? Be. What do you mean it was a it was a product of it, it was. That, <laughs> Uh, no, Disney's doing an HBO Max and dumping a bunch of their content. Oh, and so they, they, and they cut money that off loose. of it, and that was one of the ones that they've. Boy, that's. Did you ever see that, Jason? Encore? No. Oh, no. dude, as a fan of musicals, you would love it. Really? It was. Uh, they would get. They would reunite. Like if your high school yep. did ragtime, let's say, mm-hmm. they would reunite you today, and you haven't seen each other in thirty years. Uh, and you would then all, hey, good to see you, good to see you. What are you up to now? And then you would, mount, in one week, you would mount Ragtime again. Really? As adults. It, yeah. Why have I not seen this? It, it's free. It's made for you. It's so good. It is oh. so good. I, is it still on there, or is it already gone? It's gone. Oh, wow. I it, got it on VHS. You'll be fine. It was yeah. fascinating, because there were some, some, one episode, it would be like, uh, the kids were only out of school for 10 years. So it's, that's one. And then there was one where they had, they were in their 70s. Like, they had been out of school for 40 years or something. Is that the Anything Goes? I think so, yeah. yeah. That was yeah, yeah. LACC, maybe? Yeah, the one right near the, the original old, Never Not Funny or, Studios. Yeah, your old or house. Uh, yeah, right there on uh, Rimpaw and Olympic. Mm-hmm. And uh, they did a black, you know, all-black cast, basically, of uh, Anything Goes. Wow. Yeah. And it, it, even at 70, like, they're great! That's awesome. Yeah, it's really great. And it's the, the fun is, like... Oh, these two used to be a couple, you know, like they dated in high school and what what they've gone their separate ways. What's going to happen now that they have to play romantic leads in this show again? It's just crazy. Yeah, it's really good. And one of them was at January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, statistically, that's very possible. <laughs> that's how Jay Johnson got his comeback. Uh, all right, here we go. Number five, Catherine Heigl. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Catherine Heigl. Grey's Anatomy fame. Knocked uh, up. Number four. Sad to say it, Katie Holmes. Aww. Katie Holmes Dustin in number Greeks, four. Katie Holmes. Number three, mm-hmm. sad to say this, 
Karen Black. Oh, Karen Lisa, Black. I, it was an honor to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> number two, and I'm sad to say this, Catherine Hepburn. Oh, I'm oh. out. And number one, Wait, what, Garrett, what was Garen's thing? What did I say? What did I say? I don't remember. Oh, I'm, Christy McNichol. Christy McNichol. <laughs> and number one, yeah, Kate Winslet. Oh, oh wow! No winner. The fans were on the right track. Fans so were on the right still track. Got a chance. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I have the con again next week because yeah. nobody won. That means uh, R. 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 So there'll be some ladies' names with R. Sure. Yeah. Will there be? Rebecca? A lot of Rebecca's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rhoda Morgenstern. Are you? My, we're, uh, my, I rewatched it over the pandemic. Rihanna? My family is rewatching the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yeah. Best sitcom of all time. It's, uh, awesome. it's up there with All in the Family. All in the Family probably is, but. Is it? I mean, it's great, but is, is it as funny? No, that's the thing. It's not as funny. Maybe. Oh, it is. Maybe I don't know. I don't remember. As a kid, it stressed me out because I was just like, "There's so many." You didn't like the workplace. <laughs> no, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about uh, all in the family. Oh, I thought you were stressed talking about out. Mary Tyler. No, no, Moore. Mary Tyler Moore is great. Papers flying around. <laughs> How are they going to get this news program on right. here? No, like all in the family stressed me out because it was just like ugh, family dysfunction and racism. I was like, "This is this is too much." I don't, like, it, uh, as a kid, I I agree with you. I did not. I, it was not for me. But I in yeah. rewatching it, it's like oh, I'm sure undeniably right. I think it's number one for me. Okay. And then I think number 1A is Mary Tyler Moore. And number 2, Talk. Third Rock from the Sun. Third Rock. Where's Alf on that list? <laughs> 7. This, yeah. What if I legitimately No, 7. Look. No, yeah, it's right. Uh here we go. This was this is what I did the last time it was K. 5 was Karen Black, 4 was Katherine Heigl, 3 was Kate Hudson, 2 was Kate Winslet, number 1 was Katherine Hepburn. Yeah. So, uh, you, got, them. you got that last now, Did you time. do that knowingly, Elliot? Did you know that was... I basically just picked the same one that I picked last time. Oh. Congratulations. Yeah. Last time, not this That time. means you won last time? I did. Uh, so nobody gets the five bucks. The money rolls over to the yeah. letter R. Mm-hmm. I now feel like we're holding our friend hostage. <laughs> <laughs> You've been here two hours. No way. Yeah. Come on. This flew by. Way. Two this, hours? Another 13 minutes. It's a ball game in 2023. Oh. They're going fast. Isn't it so much more fun to watch? I was against it because I like the, the time, but I'm wrong. It is so much more fun to watch. Yeah. Nobody's walking around and like grabbing themselves and doing right. the glove thing and all that stuff. It's it's tighter. It's tighter. It's just way tighter. At uh, Nomar, uh, Garciaparra would not be able to play in today's oh game. What would happen? His head would explode. Have, I, I can't compulsively change my, my gloves, <laughs> says a guy who compulsively checks the front door every time he leaves. Do you? I do, and I sing... Um, Jumper by Third Eye Blind. <laughs> I wish it was. <laughs> I sing lock, lock, lock. Lock, lock, lock. The door is locked now. The door is locked now. And if I get to my car and I go, did I sing it? No, you didn't. Back out of the car. Go check the door. To the tune of Shake Your Booty. Yeah. To be clear. I think it, I think it was clear, Jason. I don't know if you need to wow, come down God, hard on so me. So you're, you're a saltsman right now. You're very salty. That's what Gordon Beckham, Gordon Beckham says. Uh, yeah, you're being uh, Tony Saltzman right now. I don't know who Tony Saltzman is. I don't, no, it's just I, I like a, a salty person. He's like a salty person. Oh, I see. The so g- like, generic, you're, yeah, you're being uh, Johnny Mc, uh, no yeah, fun or it's, whatever. It's like that. Johnny Saltzman. Yeah, yeah, Saltzman. Okay. Uh, Gordon Beckham, by the way, has a gorgeous head of hair. Okay. An infuriatingly gorgeous head of yeah, hair. That's ridiculous. The rest of them is a zero. But oh. that hair is gorgeous. I'm kidding. Wow. 100% kidding. Wow. Uh, Are you? Good having you here. <laughs> Where do you get one of these globular uh, lights? I don't make them anymore, and these are for sale. <laughs> I kind of love it, and I kind of want one. Just go to any tarot card reader in Hollywood. <laughs> just take it from them. They were from Ikea, right? That is not yeah, us. We are not tarot card readers. Oh, I see. Uh, those were, yeah, Ikea. You could have got the, that's right. Really? That's they're right from Ikea, the, and they do still sell them. I just didn't want anybody uh, tapping the glass of of the 
globe. Oh, like I, I was about to anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't yeah. you buy one just to have on backup on the off chance one of these yeah. goes down? That's a good call. Right? Mm. Yeah. Because because they're not going to sell them forever. Go there, they've been selling for a while. Don't order online. They're, they've the their their shipping is absolutely bananas. Yeah. No, they have them at the uh, the local Burbank. I like you to go get one. Yeah. I get I'm now worried that somebody's going to break it. <laughs> Something that hasn't happened in. Th- Nine years. Yeah, it's I'm been, now panicked. It's going. He's happen. been here since, since almost from day one since we moved in here. That's exactly right, my man. Yeah. <laughs> Just felt if I said my man, it would end. <laughs> <laughs> Something will end. <laughs> Jason, I appreciate you coming here. Uh, I know you're busy. I know you got these big friends tonight that you're going to hang out with. <laughs> Sincerely, I know you. Tony you're Saltzman, uh, the uh, it is always great coming here. It is a play. We, we, I enjoy. I enjoy being here very much. We get giddy when you join us because we mm-hmm. know it's going to be a great time, and uh, we're thrilled. I, honestly, God, I know you're 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 the busiest broadcaster I know. So the fact that you take time out to come here means a heck of a lot to us. So I appreciate that. This is this is the life. <laughs> Talking about shenanigans with your friends and right? people who like to laugh and Garen, it's great. <laughs> Gary gets hurt, and rightfully so. Yeah. He's it the could have been tag. anybody. It could, literally yeah. could have been anybody, yeah. and my eye drifts to the left. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> there we go. There you have it. Uh, hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for, uh, thank you for subscribing. Uh, don't forget, next Tuesday, the 20th, I guess it's this day, it's like two days from now. Yeah. Uh, the this. 20th uh, at. 7, 7 p.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. That's our live stream. Yep. We've got a great maybe 7 guest. 7.15, maybe. 7.15, my apologies. Yep. 7.15. Get there at 7, though. Be ready. Set up your popping corn <laughs> and uh, get ready for 7.15 for uh, for good times. I'll, I'll be, as I promised, I'm going to go through. I set up what I'm doing in Chicago, and I'm going to- We're uh, going to find out how it went. I'm going to uh, deliver. Uh, how did it go seeing my high school sweetheart? Right? This is like Encore. You don't know how it's going to go. Yeah. Right? Do we do we have a conversation more than a than a minute and a half, and then go, oh boy, uh, as she shows up with a Make America Great hat? <laughs> do you have a, a ripcord in that scenario? Is there a way out? I don't think I need one, quite frankly. Okay. But I don't know what that would be. She know she already knows what time I have to be somewhere else. Oh, so boy. there's not. Well, I should, should get going. Yeah. It's right across the street. You're fine. There's like, <laughs> <laughs> what does she do for a living now? She works for the New Lenox. What would it be called? Uh, t- City Hall or whatever. The, okay. Yeah, New Lenox City Hall. Okay. She works there. Um, right. I'm not exactly sure what she does there, but the. George, I, I, I don't know. So that's that's the beauty of tune in next week and could find do out. a little re- research. I would say on New Lenox as a place. I don't want to do that. I, I want to learn on Monday. I want to go okay. in uh, almost like this. Uh, you don't want to know anything about what documentary did you say? You don't want to do anything about? Well, I didn't want to know anything about Dara Van Hansen going in. That's right. Other than what the songs told me, which was a lot. But it was very hard to piece together what was actually happening if you just listen to the songs. This is like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is very all right. So, but yet, but I hope the story's better. Yeah. Uh, we're going to Fox's, Fox's Norland Park is where I'm having lunch. I don't know where I'm meeting this woman. She is not uh, uh, given the locale yet. What, is this a CIA drop? What's happening? Why can't she tell you? I hope it's the Sport Mart at Orland Square Mall. Does that still exist? Yeah, I don't believe is there it a does. Sport Mart? No, all the Sport Marts are over there. You're going to go to the Rainbow Cone? I, I'm sure my dad will bring us to the Rainbow Cone. Oh, that's point. great. Probably, probably on Friday after we have nine pizzas. Uh, we'll probably go to Rainbow Cone because it's, a, it's my dad's 80th birthday. So we'll be oh. celebrating that. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and my win, because I'm taking that old man down in golf. I'm finally going to beat this son of a bitch. I don't think you're ready. No, I'm not ready. I'm not going to beat him. I will not. Be. My dad's a good golfer. Even if you were 80. playing a lot, maybe now would be the time. But you haven't been playing enough. No, but my game's better than ever. <laughs> um, 
what before we go what former cub third baseman he was actually playing for the cubs at the time what cub third baseman did i meet at the sport mart in oak lawn ron santo no steve bouchel no aramis ramirez uh, much earlier in that 70s went on to play for the pirates MVP. Uh, led the league in batting average several times. Who am I missing? Bill Madlock. Oh, Bill Madlock. That, uh, I don't think of him chiefly as a Cub for some reason. He wasn't there long, but to, I, I was a kid, so but to me he was. No, yeah, that's your, uh, yeah. It was, uh, and then somebody asked me, like, who were your favorites growing up? And I said, you know, my White Sox favorites. And uh, and then my favorite club, uh, Cub of all time was Bill Madlock, and he liked the tweet. Oh. And it was like, I'm glad he saw that. I'm glad Bill got a chance to see that because I uh, did not uh, tag him. So mm-hmm. he's looking for his name. <laughs> <laughs> a little sad for the MVP for the Hall of Famer. Oh, Bill Sadlock? Uh, <laughs> I mean, have them. Oh, wait. What's the other one? Uh, uh, the 20, 22nd. 22nd is, is tier three and up. Correct. Doing the game night. We got a great fun game, which we already gave a little sample of. We're playing partoisms, courtesy of Nathan Diffie. Do not send other, in other games. Yeah. Or do we want them to? Let's see how this goes. You know what? Let's see how this one goes. There you go. I don't want to dismiss the idea. Um, we have the pop culture. He's looking over there. That's Garen Cockrell behind Video Village. That's a horizontal monopoly. Elliot Hopeberg, the Honcho Met, uh, Matt Bellab, and our great friend, the legendary, soon-to-be Hall of Fa- broadcast Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Uh, Jason Benetti, I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2023, Never Not Funny, LLC.